I'm ready. I'm ready. One sec. It's good. Ready to go? Yeah. Unrattled from end of financial year or? Still breathing. Yeah. Fast period during 30 deadline. Let's get it. Okay. What better not than a fucking pod? That's it. Makes it all better. All right. Let's clap it in. Clap it in on three, two, two one. one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think over the week, Adelaide have come out and said it's going to be a low-scoring game, so they're, they're pretty straight to the word. They don't talk a lot of uh, smoking shadows behind the, behind the window. Say that again. The and welcome in. We are back with another episode of the Supercoach Draft Legends. We say it every week, but it's uh, it's been a big fucking week. Four rounds to go before uh, finals. Can't wait to get stuck in. I am your host, Mr. Untouchable. And joining me again, my co-host, the big motherfucking popper chronic. Oh, fucking let's fucking go. Shout out to the editing department on that one. Big shout out there. Uh, pleasure to be here, Dream. What are we? End of financial year, June 30th, 7.18pm, late start, but uh, we've got shit to do. Let's not fucking waste any time then. Let's rip the fuck into it. It's been a big fucking week, Steve. Got a bit to cover tonight, but uh, before we get into it, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, last week's in-house guest, <clears throat> the mastermind, the kaleidoscope, our man, Nigel Noonga. Big shout out. Big shout out. We knew we were, uh, what we were going to get with the Noonga. Uh, we knew he was going to be clutch. Uh, he did not disappoint. Uh, appreciate the fine bottle of whiskey he brought. I can't, the, the name of the whiskey escapes me, but... Um, Put a good dent in it. It was an Irish blend. It uh, it tasted like we're straight out of the barrel, uh, to be honest with you. It was that good. So I really appreciate that from Nigel. Good man. Big shout out. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We had some really good feedback last week from uh, from a lot of sources. We were happy about it. Uh, the analytics department were happy about it. What do we got? Um, the kids were happy about it. Uh, while, while, while we're on analytic, uh, analytics, shout out to our international listeners uh, out there over in the US, UK, Germany, and Mexico. Still out here. Still tuned in. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many numbers have listened this week, but um, the ratings I know uh, outside of the actual analytics blew up. Um, <laughs> had a lot of phone calls from people saying uh, the Noonga was elite, da-da-da, da-da-da. Which um, he was. He was. He was clean. Um, so, no, I really appreciate Nigel getting on. Really appreciate that whiskey. It was good to have him on. Um, and based on that success, uh, success Steve, uh, of last week's episode, you and I have had a chat. And uh, we decided that we would again be featuring another guest coach in-house in the studio tonight. Who we got? He's a big fucking name, this bloke. There is absolutely no doubt about that. I'm not going to go pump his tyres up too much uh, because I know he'll be doing a bit of that himself tonight. He's thereabouts at the moment. A uh, win this week would almost lock him up for a finals berth, but a loss, well, a loss would put him under immense pressure uh, on the home stretch. Uh, we're lucky enough to have him in-house in the studio for the second time this year, backed by popular demand. What a fucking treat we have for you tonight. Straight lounging his way back into the hot seat. Woo-hoo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming in the coach of the Blazers, the OG Matty Roach. Maz. Good evening, boys. 721. Good to be here. Back again. 
Welcome. How are you feeling? Feels, feels good to be yeah, back, back in the chair. I don't know what you heard about me. What a trap. Good to have you, man. Good to have you back here. Popular demand. Second time in the studio in the hot seat. How the nerves this time around? Uh, yeah, it'll take me a bit to get in there. Haven't had uh, quite stuck stuck into the uh, the beers yet, so we'll get there in time. But uh, that no. bowl of red will put a nice dint in there. Uh, uh, appreciate that, Maz. By the way, gift from Maz. Uh, let's see what it is. Nice, nice little Pinot drop, I think it was. Bottle of Pinot, uh, Mornington Pinot, wings and horns. Uh, it's a nice little label on it. Nice little bottle here for the camera. Not sure if you can see that. Um. Yeah, great job. It's a great looking bottle. That bumblebee's doing heaps. It's got yeah, I didn't want didn't didn't want the label. It was recommended by, it's good. by the attendant. So, uh, yeah. thank you, Mazza. We'll put a decent dent in it right now. I think. Exactly. Can we all have a taste? Yeah, cheers. absolutely. Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 We're going. Not over the audio equipment tonight. We're going to learn the hard way one week. It's rich, aren't we? It's rich. I like that. We are beautiful taste. Until that happens, though, we uh we keep hey, doing keep moving. Absolutely, we digress. <laughs> Big app, big app tonight, boys. Let's not um, fuck around. There's been a bit happening this week. Say it um, every week, but fuck. We do say it every week, but it's true. Round so, 15 ain't no better. Final, finals uh, insights. So On uh, the horizon for some. It. Absolutely. Um, so, for far, others. far distant future for others. But there's always next year. Stakes get bigger every week at the moment. So, We're here to uh, fuck people's shit up, though. Don't take us for granted down the bottom of the ladder. We're here to fuck people's shit up. We're here to ruin your season. Absolutely. It's just as good as making finals in some uh, in some cases, finishing someone else's year. There's a little bit of spite in it. There's a little bit on it. So don't mind it. It's a stretch, but I'll allow it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's not as good as winning finals. It's not too bad. Fuck, you take it. If there's nothing else to take. Anyway, we're going to move into the head-to-head results from round 15, the big scorers and ladder positions. So the first game of the week... Uh, from our head-to-head matchups was the Untouchables twelve fifty-one defeated Crystal Mick eleven sixty-eight. Uh, it was pretty tight. Uh, gave Crystal Mick ultimate respect last week on the pod. Uh, he's he's got a great team. He's been fighting. Uh, he was he, he's still in great form. Um, now four and two from his last six, but he was four and one last week. Um, look, I just got the edge there uh, in the end. The Sunday slate again. The Sunday specialist just coming to play. So um, win there. What's that? On the trot. Trot. It's not on the trot. Um, Where'd just, you start sorry. from with this run? Were you 10th or do you remember? I or was no? 2 and 4 Well, So you were probably 10th to 4th No, I was, I was below that Yeah, I was I was like Yeah, 12th, 13th or something I'm not sure That's the exact ladder position field, 9 yeah. on the trot uh, Yeah, it's a good run It's a good streak It's a great run uh, But all good things must come to an end eventually um, So let's Big just see, let's see what happens Unlucky yeah. by the Crystals Head up though Absolutely, it was a great match from Crystal Mick Appreciate that uh, He was a gentleman uh, throughout the weekend, you know, wishing luck here and there. So uh, good on him and best of luck for the rest of the year. Uh, next game, 420 Blazer, the Blazers in-house guest tonight, our studio man, the Blazers. 11-24, defeated by Nigel Nunga, 12-40. Uh, the Kaleidoscope, oh. the mastermind, it's not easy coming up against uh, up against him. Uh, he's obviously a, well, he's, he's arguably the best coach in the league, simple as that. He's been at the top of the table Heavy all year. Way. Reality check for Maz. Um I know Pop didn't Sorry? back out. I know you didn't back nah, him last week. Back out. Nah, I'm, yeah. I've got no confidence. I've, I think you're a bit of a pretender in that yeah. top half. Yeah, and I've had, had absolutely no love from you. And uh, regardless of uh, what happens in the forthcoming weeks, because, you know, as you said, projections mean fuck all. Uh, I'll be going down with the ship horizontal 180 regardless, mate. So I still uh, stand by that. I think if I... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just... 
getting my stuff up was nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought that was the, the yeah, first yeah, one yeah. of the night. No, 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 no. It's going to have to have a little <laughs> bit more pepper on that. Um, no, I was just fixing something up there. But yeah, um, no, nah, big, big, big stretch coming home. As you said, had no no love from you every, every week. gets bigger, but um, but yeah, as you said. Uh, That's because you came in here hot last time and put you back in your place. You're dabbing in his face. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still... Still in the still top half. Here, still, oh, still, 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 still out here, still grinding. Still in the top half. here. still out here, still grinding, still fifth, I believe. I don't know. Uh, Hurts though. He lost the eighteenth. Oh, you're no longer eighteenth anymore. You're no longer eighteenth anymore. Yeah, that's anymore, a fair call. That's so, a fair call. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, tough you were, loss. You were bound to get a win, and uh, just like dreams, bound to get a lost. Uh, but we'll. we'll, that's, we'll that's, that's a, a, a bub. First one of the night. He's coming cue. hot, as expected. Um, so anyway, to wrap that one up, comes off a loss, uh, the Blaze against the Noongar. Uh, no shame in getting beaten by the, uh, the Noongar. 12-40, great score. Uh, Heater one Mary's 11-35. This was their head to, head-to-head matchup of the week. Didn't uh, disappoint. Takes down Don't Be Sards, 11-13. Um, we called it last week. It was probably the head-to-head matchup of the year and arguably arguably was. It did did not disappoint. Uh, went down to the last, basically the last game. Um yeah, Sards needed a couple of blokes there. Couldn't get the job done. Couldn't get the chocolates. Heater, much needed win. Big um, win from the haters. Yeah, look, it, it's just a big win. It's a big loss from Sards too. Uh, he's only down one spot on the week, but that four points, oh, geez, that's a that's a big four points to lose here this time of year. Eight-point matchup is what we yeah. called him last week, I believe. Eight-point matchup, and that's exactly what that was. Heater wanted Mary's gets the chocolates. As you said, it comes down to those uh, crucial, crucial times. Uh, moving forward into the next three matchups here, we had uh, Get on the Geary versus uh, Puff and Pat. Get on the Geary twelve sixty seven defeating uh, Puff and Pat twelve oh three. Standard stuff for Get on the Geary. Obviously, still up there, log jams at the top. Um, Puff and Pat in a bit of rough territory, going down to fifteenth, uh, six and nine on the year. He'll the train, um, the the wheels have fallen off. Yeah, they've officially uh, fallen off I now, haven't yeah, they? I know someone called it out. Couple weeks ago, I know he's been up against some uh, quality opposition, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's he's not going to be able to yeah, that one there. Train replacement bus at the moment, unfortunately. What uh, is over his last five? He mustn't be. I feel sorry for Puff and Pat um, just because he went the early crow. Um, I, re- I respect the early yeah. crow. You got to you got to respect yeah. that it's high risk, high reward. The early crow. If it pays yeah. off, you look like a champion. If it yeah. doesn't, it. Yep. You obviously well, don't look like a champion. Yeah. And uh, I just feel sorry for him because he went the early crow and I think he was probably close to rightfully so going it, but it's you always take that risk. And unfortunately, his last month has been average. So I, I feel sorry. Yeah. I feel for Puff and Pat. Credit to him. He was hot. So it is good to get active and up and about when you're hot, if, if not any time to do it. When are you going to do it? Absolutely. So, uh, moving forward onto the next matchup, we have Mince's men, uh, 11.38, defeating Lacos, uh, 9.46. Uh Sub 1,000 score there. Last on the table, that cost. Uh, yeah, we haven't had a pop club for a while. Um, we haven't. Well, no, not with buyers, the full squad. Not with, not yeah. with buyers, whatnot. That's, it's, been, it's been a couple months, so that's that's a really disappointing score yeah, there. Yeah, I don't haven't delved into that one too much, but yeah, I don't think he'll be too impressed with that one. Um, not too much to say there. Uh, he'll be disappointed, but... Next one we had here, we had a big matchup. Um, Scribe versus Debaggy's Scribe getting the uh, getting the wood there. Twelve thirty six defeating eleven fifty one. Sorry, Debaggy's uh, big loss for Debaggy's big win for Scribe. Um, that was a big game in the context of both of their se- seasons. Yeah, uh, Scribe really hunting that top four spot and really cementing it there. 
I mean, like it isn't cemented for the end of the year, but he's really cementing himself up there. Yep. Uh, and Debaggy, he's really falling away from finals contention. Yeah. He needs a win bad this week. Yep. Down two spots on the week, six and nine. So yeah, he needs a um. Thanks, he, Drew, man. He needs a he needs a clean sheet coming home. Um, onto you, uh, there, there, Paul. Me up next. Who we got? Myself, Pops, Nogs, twelve oh nine goes down to the burnt to a crisp twelve forty one. Um, he went down swinging. You went down swinging, that's fair to say. I did go down swing, but uh, if you're not good enough, you're simply not good enough. Um, homage to Crisp's team. Crisp, obviously, did a deep dive over the weekend, obviously playing head-to-head. His team's strong. He's Absolutely. he's, a, he's yeah. a danger one to come into finals, to be honest. I wouldn't I know, want to be walking up to Burnham or Crisp I know he's been up. Time. He's on that. He's on the bubble line. He's sitting in eighth position at the moment, but um, he's definitely my dark horse he's to a, potentially go all the way and, and upset the big dog at the top, to He's be a known finale specialist as well in other areas of life. Um, so when the, when the pressure comes, he doesn't crumble. Uh, he almost lives for the pressure. He's clutch. Yeah. Uh, but, look, he's got to make it there, uh, and he does need to perform in finals. So... Uh, he's an absolute gentleman, just in general as well. Just the um, absolute providing shit. respect, you know, on the on the Friday morning, the Saturday morning, we're in contact, and he's uh, he's a gentleman, and uh, people need to start taking him seriously. Easy Absol- to say absolutely. coming off a loss, yeah. but uh, no, nah, that's what I firmly believe. Mm. Next up, we've got Bent Benchwarmers eleven eighty defeated by Schmoey's Superstars twelve ninety three. Schmoe's Superstars goes off in a big way. Top Great score of the score. week, 1293, seven points off the Hutto Club. Thoughts? Is that a big week? Uh, he's had a big week, Boydo. Uh, Very big. None, Probably none headlining any bigger than his 1293 score. Yeah, that's a big yes. score. It's a big score. Top score on the week, big, not big. easy. Just, Up three just spots on the, week, uh, on the week as well, yeah. so that's uh, that's impressive. And it was his birthday uh, yesterday, so... Um, shout, shout out. Shout out. Shout happy out. Happy birthday, birthday yeah. Schmoe. Happy big uh, dirty 30... Unfortunately, not getting the huddle there, but big score. They're out for some cow tonight, I think. Out, yeah. out for some steak. Yeah, uh, him and get on the geary. Yeah, that, enjoy. They'll be happy with the uh, the Saints win on the uh, the weekend there. What do you all have with your steak, sauce wise? Don't mind a bit of garlic butter. Uh, I don't don't mind a bit of a, a little bit of peppercorn, yeah. a little bit. Peppercorn's bit good. Yeah, yeah, peppercorn's real good. Like, we'll I'll, take it to I'll, a poll on the socials tomorrow, anyway. <laughs> And a um, bit, of, bit of straight so gravy for mine. Just straight gravy. Yeah, gravy train, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, we move. <laughs> we move on. Last matchup of the week was a disappointing one for my liking. McBeam's eight ninety one defeated by Bluey nine twenty eight. Both join the pop club. Mark is very lucky to get the dub here, but uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at Simo's team. I'm assuming injuries are at play or something like that, or is it just a poor performing team? Uh, look, he's got injuries, but who doesn't? Uh, we can't keep blaming the injuries. It's, uh, it's a poor score from Sim. Out of the uh, bye week, I know won't be happy. Uh, I might, while I'm at that, while we're on it, I might just quickly grab up that um, that matchup and have a look at it. It was it was poor yeah. scores from both yeah. players. It's, it's getting, pretty hard to look getting, at. Getting a W with a sub-1,000 score is It's a disgrace to the league. Those, those sort of games are a disgrace to the league, I feel. It's a big win by Marcus, though. He just keeps on chuffing along there. I, I like said, it. It's regardless, a regardless, it's a win. Doesn't matter if you score fifty. Yeah, look, he or had one hundred. It is, a, uh, it is a dub on the board. But. He's got, he's got injuries, but he's had the injuries for weeks. So he's got the Nank, How, and Butters injured, who have all been injured long term. Yeah. Um, look, Fife was a late pullout, so that hurts. Yeah, that definitely hurts. Uh, Crows is just is is pine space, but um, it was his team that underperformed McBeams. Uh, he obviously, yeah. this one player we'll talk about in the nomination next uh, next segment. I don't want to bring it up now. But he had uh, one, two, three. He went had three plays on the Sunday slate go fifty six or below, and he had a sixty three. Yeah. Uh, those scores aren't going to 
That's he he had a 43 killer. in Brad Close as well. So those, those scores aren't going to win you games. He had, didn't have one ton. Not a, not, not, not a single. His team no, did not ton up, uh, which has gone under the radar, that that um, that that number. And Marcus only had the one that tonned up. That was a poor game to look at. Yeah, Those scores are pathetic. Sean Atley, 31. Rankin, 38. Dacos, 40. Jeez. That, big, that's big score from Rankin there. Silvani, 36. They're on Blue Hour. McBeam's got some poor scores there. Anyway, that was a bad matchup. Let's get the fuck out of this area. It's a win. Congrats to all the winners, though. Big, big winners. Congrats. Congrats big winners. Eight Congrats point to the winners. Congrats to the winners. Uh, Rivalry round. Rivalry round. What a round. Favourite round of the year for mine. Round 15. Favourite round of the year. Put on the board. Uh, that'll take us into the big scores from uh, round 15. Uh, there was a few there. Uh, and this one's just big. He, he, he got suspended in serious form. But you know what? It doesn't matter. He comes back into form. 174, Dane Zorko, back from suspension, owned by Get on the Geary, 114 average on the year, third round pick. What a fucking pick. Zorko doing Zorko things. Wow. That's clutch. 174. I mean, I think we can all agree. Anything over 150 is quality. Once you start getting those 160s, 170s, that's just... That's just, yeah. that's just fucking that's just, ridiculous. It's just cream rising to the top. It's a great problem it's to have. Nice no, great okay. pick up in the third round. Stuff like that, like 174 is like... Uh, I know Get on the Geary's projected went up to about 1390 or something after that player... All he needed was other players to perform well. Unfortunately, they didn't. But those scores, one seventy four. That's just they're they're, they're league them. winners. They're league winners. They're, they're league winners. I makes up to... makes up for the dirty scores you get if uh, you know a player has a bit of an off on us for forty or fifty. Dane Zorko, Dane Zorko, three you know, round average. Dane Zorko, three round average, one fifty two. Five round average, one <laughs> one forty three. Jesus, he's the most informed off. player in the comp. It's uh, it's yeah, as simple as simple that. Simple as that. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Um. Yeah, he was the big scorer of the week. Uh, Marcus Bond and Pally, familiar face, 156, owned by Hayden Wanamiris, 130 average on the year, pick 11 overall. That's right, pick 11 overall. Is uh, Marcus Bond and Pally the highest averaging player in the comp? I'll get that up. He is indeed. He is. Don't even need to get it up. Um, What a fucking pick. Uh, To be fair, I'm glad he went before he was available to get to me because I probably wouldn't have taken him because I was going for forward and defender with my first two picks and I would have been spewing if I'm, I Passed slept on, on him and he and goes he after me and does that. So I'm sort of glad that he's gone uh, before me because that's a fucking that, – that's a ripper pick. That, that's a league winner. making our life easy. We're, just, we're copying and pasting him every week into this section, really. It's easy. It's yeah, may as well put him down there and just put his score in next week. Love it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Zach Merritt for you, Steve. Uh, 147, owned by the Pops Norgs. 112 average on the year. Quite in a trade with the Noonga for Dangerfield and Cornelio. Um, talk to us about Zach Merritt. He's been performing for the Pops Norgs. Uh, after we saw the big six-year deal a couple of weeks ago, um, he's just – he just kept doing what he does, really. Um, thoroughly enjoyed him. Essendon boy. So happy to have him on the team. Didn't get with a dub, but uh, hey, is what it is. And um, very happy to have him. Moving forward here, uh, my man, Jacob Wiedering, 143, owned by, as, <laughs> as I said myself, oh, there we go. That's a fry, yeah. <laughs> averaging 90, uh, 91 on the year, 12th round pick. One of my uh, better picks of the uh, of the year. So I, I didn't have uh, super coach plus when drafting up uh, up there. So I did draft a few injured players. So it was, um, yeah, definitely one of the picks that um, is keeping me afloat at the moment. Uh, kids are happy. Kids are happy about it. Kids are happy. Slug's happy. Let's uh, let, 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 let's move forward here. Uh, next on the uh, on the scoreboard, we had Todd Goldskin with a 139 owned by Burnt or Crisp. Uh, 98 average of the uh, year. 15th overall pick. Uh, Chris 
this is what he drafted him for, so not a bad average, but... Philly's been in this segment a couple of times over the last month, so really starting to find his form second half. So are North in general, but... Uh, he's, he's gotten hot, hot of late, Goldstein. Just going to grab his numbers up. Three-rounder and five-er. Yeah, so his three-round average, the big Goldie, I'm not sure how his season started, but his three-round average, 113. Um, 100 on the last five, so that's a decent yeah. pick-up. Yeah. Um, starting to come to fruition there. Yeah, absolutely. Get, getting crisp those... Uh I had a 156 weeks ago as well. So. Yeah, yeah. No, there's some good scores. Absolute 139, 150. Uh, next one on the list, familiar face. If uh, if we haven't heard him every single week, we have uh, Jack McRae, 137, owned by Pops and Orgs, acquired in a trade from uh, Blue AR. Um, Jeepers, you'd be happy about that pop. That'd be definitely one of the uh, one of the uh, highlights of the year. Acquiring, uh, well, that's acqu- a acquiring McRae, I reckon. Done. When your two best players are acquired in a trade, uh, that's really good trading. It is, but uh, too little, too late. I think I made all these moves a little bit too late. As I said, can't predict injuries. Everyone's fucking got them. Not going to bitch and moan about it. But uh, they've been the highlight. McCray and Merritt definitely been the highlight of the pops nook for twenty twenty. Yeah. As I said, ready to ruffle a few feathers on the back end. I see them here to fuck shit up. Absolute. Yeah. Moving on, Brody Grundy, one thirty five, owned by Don't Be Sards, one twenty three average on the year, third pick overall. Say no more. Say no more. Familiar face. He's getting um, up here as well. He's becoming a bit of a bond. He is. Just uh, what do we think of the new haircut? Don't mind it. He was due for a trim. He was due for a trim. I, I think he could go shorter. To be honest with you, he sort of still kept that mop, but. You, you know, that ponytail was, uh, he was, that was stale ale. Yeah. Uh, he was due for a chim. So I rate it. Brody Grunning going to be a big, big factor for Sard's back half of the year coming to finals, I feel. Uh, next make up. make it first. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> next up, Benny Keys, 134, also owned by Don't Be Sard's, 103 average on the year. I'm not sure how do you acquire this one. I couldn't see him in the draft recap. It was a waiver pick pre round one. Arguably pick up of the so year. Arguably the pick draft, up of the year. It is. A, it's a wave of pick of the Especially year. Especially if it's pre-round one, but pre-him popping off and going for you scores and everyone all. just yeah. lining up for it. It is a wave of pick pre-round Just proves his value pick. all up and down the draft board at the time, isn't there? Absolutely. That's a that's a big one. 103 average, that's a little plug and play there. Yeah, fucking earth. Next up, Jackie Steele, 132. Also for familiar face in this segment. Owned by Crystal Mick, 120 average on the year. Fifth pick overall. Doing what needs to be done. And he's got a big reason why Crystal Mick's making a play. Absolutely. Love Jack Steele, been trying to love Jack Steele, been trying to get him for about three months. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Just he, too much. Can't can't just, can't prize him away. He just, just chalks it up. Five plus tackles every week. I think he nearly had ten on the weekend. He's the one, the one true consistency, I guess. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great pick. And rounding out the week, just a little shout out to Sammy Walsh, owned by Lacos and Jack Scrimshaw, owned by Blue Air, both scoring one thirty one to round out the biggest scores of the week. Nice. That's all she wrote. It's a low cutoff. Especially with the full slate of games. Yeah. Full, 131. Full list of players. Even back um, out a bit there. Maybe coming back off the buys, everyone's a little bit rattled from the Coco. Um, there's a few excuses there that we can run out, but uh, we want to see that. We want to see that higher score cutoff. A I want to see a 140 cutoff next 140. week. We caught, yeah, we caught it last week. Let's let's target it next week. They were our top scorers. Going to move on to Cats of the Week. Um, looks pretty pretty obvious what this is. It's uh, the stinkers of the week. It's the cats. It's the blokes that did fuck all, potentially cost people's games. Uh, this is this week's cats of the week. Who we got, Mass? Uh, kicking it off. Uh, nomination one, Samson Ryan. Score of minus two. Sorry there with the uh, positioning there, boys. Yeah, score of minus two, owned by uh, Mick Beams. 55% time on ground. Uh, 
above 50%. Uh, anything in the minus is, uh, yeah. That's <laughs> that a tough absolutely score. That's a Fuck. tough score to look at. Yeah, that is stiff. Start him on the field as well. That's rough. Fuck. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how to elaborate on that, but we'll move forward. Uh, Luke mm. Edwards is our next nomination here. Score of 22, owned by Dopey Sards. 80% time on ground. So that is... Um, like that would, it's a fair chunk said, of time on ground. It's a bad fair, fair, fair chunk of time on the ground. And as you said, if he pulls out even like a, a 52 or a fucking 60, Sards gets a wins there. So uh, that is... Um, that's fucking... It was in form, Luke, yeah, but I think he's averaging about 75, 80. So it's uh, that's disappointing. That. That's, yeah. that's very disappointing. disappointing. That Played a few games. Sar- Sar- Sards yeah, could yeah. almost blame the loss on Luke Edwards, you would have thought. It's a fair call. It's a fair call. Absolutely. Definitely won't be happy there with the matchup of the week, Heating getting up, uh, just to add. But uh, next uh, there was Tommy McCartan, score of 30, owned by yours truly, Pops Norgs, 88% time on ground. Um, anything to add there, Pop? Listen. <coughs> Arguably cost you the week too. So, bad time to uh, to cut uh, to pop there. Me mid-vape. Mid-vape hard. You've <laughs> caught me off guard there. Uh, say no more. He potentially also cost in the week. I know he's averaging 67 or 70 on the year, so... Anything more, he probably gets me close there, thereabouts. But, uh, yeah, disappointing. Big time on ground as well. Yeah, 88%. Um, thanks for the nomination this week, Mazel. So now we've got our official cat of the week. No surprises here. We all knew when it happened on the Thursday, Friday night. It is Samson Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this it, week's cat of the week is meow. This is tough. Debutant, so you give him a pass, but I mean, a score of negative two. Let me read these stats for you. Zero touches, zero marks, zero tackles, one free kick against, 50, 55% time on ground. Um, I know he's a big man. I know it's hard to get his pill. You've got to do more than that, surely. Yeah, did not grab the field, did not find it. And um, as you said, disappointing, uh, disappointing pickup for Simo, who probably thought he was going to Definitely do a little bit better than that, but um, you start him on the field, so you'd think so, yeah. That's almost cat of the year, right there. RSPCA. That's going to be hard to beat. I know he's just one, ticked over the threshold of the time on ground, but um, I mean, to not touch it, to not lay a tackle. I thought, I, yeah, it's a that's a fucking bad game. That's a career killer game. That's almost like your career's over before it started. Type setup that game. Yeah. Um, do you get a I second he, game? Yeah, like oh, yeah, you do. Like <laughs> you no, have. Do I, don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's a career killer. It's that that is a legitimate career killer debut game. It's fair to say he didn't show much. It's, it's fair to say that no, Simo could have probably produced a better score in the ruck than minus two than Samson Ryan. Absolutely, definitely. Um, I'm Simo as well. I'm McBeams. Uh, I don't want to um I don't want to rub salt in the wounds or anything like that at all. But um, <laughs> what was uh what was also a tough pill to swallow was Sim trying to justify the pickup. Uh, that was bad. <laughs> Uh, that was real what, the, what was the reasoning? Um, it was something ruck-related and fife-related. Um, yeah, look, you can't try and justify a negative two score. Just let it let it be. Cop it on the chin on eat, this eat, one. Eat the negative. Eat the, eat, the, eat the L on this one. Eat the negative. Um, it, say, he'll feature at the end of the year. That is an absolute <laughs> nomination. That is he, an absolute he, he nomination. You can take that to the That's break. a top three. Uh, there's no doubt about that, if not top two. but um, If not Hall of Fame. But. It's a Hall of Fame spec. But we'll just see how the year plan, uh, pans out. still plenty of rounds to go. Uh, finals as well. Uh, I can see some big cats coming out in the finals series. <laughs> um, I'll see here. That was our uh, this week's Cat of the Week nominations. And uh, Samson Ryan, congratulations. You'll go into the end of year nomination basket. Steve, I see there's no Brad Hill update. 
No, I just realised that I copied and pasted from last week's run sheet. <laughs> so it's all good. I've, uh, <laughs> I've jumped the gun here and I've just pulled it up. So we've got uh, – this is not my area of expertise here, but um, we've got Brad Hill. Uh, 18 touches, 11 kicks, 7 handballs. I uh, believe that's four, 4 marks. Yeah, 4 marks, 1 tackle, uh, score of 63 on AFL Fantasy. I don't have his super coach score there. Super uh, coach got a 64. 87% time on ground. 64, did you say? Yeah. That's a caddish sort of game. That's caddish. He racked them up but didn't score well. He it's must have average. had average disposal efficiency. It's right in his Nonetheless, area. though, shout out to Brad Hill. Uh, if it wasn't listener. for Brad Hill, yeah, big listener, big fan, big friend of the podcast. If it wasn't for Brad Hill, this segment would not exist. Uh, we're a big fan of Brad Hill here. It's fair to say he's a big fan of us. So shout out, Brad Hill. Best luck next week. And yeah, in your matchup, wherever that is or whoever you got, not sure who St. Kilda's got next week. Not, not too I guess sure. we'll target that next throughout the potty anyway. Um, yeah, that were our cuts of the week. Shout out Brad Hill. Ladder positions. Uh, there was some movers, some shakers. Uh, it's all pretty – it's just tight in that middle section for mine and uh, who slips into that top four. So we've got, we got Get on the Geary. Uh, stays in top spot on the week. He chalks the dub, 108.6%, 11-4 on the year. We've got the Untouchables in second spot, 44 points, 107.9, 11-4 on the year. Only percentage separating that, 0.7%. We've got the Nigel Nunga, the Kaleidoscope, the Mastermind, Nigel Nunga, uh, also 11-4 on the year, uh, 107.1%. So there's only 1.5% separating first and third. Um, third to four, six points clear. Um, Nunga of Scribe. Scribe climbs in and locks up that outright fourth spot. 38 points is a game and a half clear of fifth spot. Uh, 420 Blaze at 69, uh, who's on eight and seven. Uh, coming off a loss, and there's no ladder position changes for that top five at all. Uh, everyone stays as is. Business as usual. Tying it up there, though, on 32 points is... Uh, a reasonable mover, he'd have wanted Mir. He's only up, up one spot of the week, but there's, uh, as I said, there's not much yep. moving this week, but uh, that's a crucial win for Heath, 102.8%. Don't be Sards on 32 points, down a spot on the week with a terrible percentage of 99 and also burnt or crisp, who coming off a win stays in the same spot, uh, 32, so it's 80, 8 and 7 on the year, uh, also with a bad percentage of 98.1. Uh, they need to start thumping some sides. They need to start thumping some sides because unless they just keep winning from here. Um, so they've got a bit of work to do, those two blokes. Mince's men outright. Yep, Mince's men outright. Ninth spot, 30 points, 100%, 7-1-7 uh, and seven on the year. It's a valuable draw. We all know it. We've said it every week. It's uh, it's going to come in handy uh, in the last four rounds. Shamoe Superstars uh, in 10th spot, tied with Blue AR in 11th spot, both 7-8 yeah. both and eight on, the, on the year, um, both up three spots on the week. So they're the big movers. Great wins from both of them as well. McBeam's 11th. Uh, sorry, McBeam's 12th spot. Um, this is the log jam here from 12th down to 16th, all on 24 points. We've got McBeam's, DeBaggies, Crystal Mick, Puff and Pat, and Bance, Bench Warmers. Most of them on 6 and 9 on the year, except for Sim, who's 5, 2, and 8. Um, Sim's two down, down two spots in the week. DeBaggies down two spots in the week. Crystal Mick down two spots in the week. In 17th spot, outright 17th spot is Pop Snooks. On 20 points, 5 and 10 on the year, 2 and 3 from his last 5, 92.2%, uh, no movement on the week, and rounding out the bottom of the ladder for the second or third week running is Lacos on 4 and 11 on the year. Um, How many more games are four finals? Four games. We've got round 16, 17, 18, 19. So we... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What round are we up to now? 16. 
16, 17, 18. 19. Yeah, and then finals 20, 21, 22, 23. So looking at the ladder, is the cutoff threshold the 28-pointers or the 24-pointers? Because the 24-pointers need to go at least... The 24-pointers need to win this week. Need to win. Any any more losses and they're up against it, The the 24-pointers need to win from here on in, I would say. I haven't done the mathematical calculations. Still too far out for my brain to work it out. This is a a kaleidoscope mastermind spec. If we get Nigel Nunger on the socials and try and work out who's mathematically a chance... Um, we'll try to do that. But uh, I think the 24-point bracket need to keep winning uh, if they lose, they're fucked. Um, so you can probably rule out two or three of them this week. Um, so we'll get, a, we'll get a good grasp of it as of yeah. next week's ladder. I, I think, think you're probably yeah. mathematically still a chance, Dave. It's obviously uphill battle from here, though. Uh, we spoke last so. week and One, we said two, you needed three. to keep winning. Nah, see, three wins. Is, so I need, to, I need to go four on the trot and then expect everyone from eighth to fifth to lose. That's yeah, probably... Yeah. probably Getting awards impossible. It's a 24 cutoff, so it's McBeams, the Baggies, Crystal Mick, Puff and Pat, Bance, Benchwarmers, all season on the line this week. Absolutely. And everyone above them still needs to keep winning. Thoughts, Maz? I just said each each week is getting bigger as the uh, comes down to, you know, working out how much how many wins you're actually going to need to get finals. So you're definitely going to want 500 plus easily. So anyone sitting on six and nine there would, yeah, as you said, it will be uh, crucial for crucial for their season uh, I think that's week. not a bad um, way of looking at it you probably want to be on an even ledger yeah 100% even or above at, at a bare minimum with a decent percentage yeah if uh, you can't get to even you're fucked I reckon that's a really good call there yeah. Maz so uh, that is the cut off the 24 points best great call l- best of luck to everyone that's that's real good from you Maz there uh, big week that's why you're big on week. that's why you're on uh, that's why we're here the fans wanted you we wanted you in we wanted you here for that sort of shit right there you need to have an even ledger on the end of the year to make finals um, I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. So shout out for getting us in, boys. Uh, started off a bit roachy. I'm as you said had a had a bit you, in me. So uh, you haven't actually gotten enough credit. We actually bypassed this earlier. Um, there was a bit going on, but uh, we actually had another in-house guest scheduled in. Unfortunately, that in-house guest had some um, uh, some personal reasons to attend to and wasn't able to make it. Maz at late notice at uh, what about nine o'clock this morning? Maybe even later. Yeah. Around there. Yeah, around there. Um, as we're told, you're coming in on the pod tonight. Um, and uh, Stepped up big less, time. Less than eight hours notice or whatever there, thereabouts, and um, he stepped up to the plate, uh, punctual and uh, on fire. Kids are happy about it. <laughs> Who isn't? That was our ladder positions. Um, yes, yeah, tightening up. So there's a lot going on. It's going to be good to monitor. Footy results, injuries from week uh, round 15. First game of the week, we had Brisbane, uh, 94, defeating uh, the Cats, 50 points. Um, it was a bloodbath, really. Uh, Geelong really never well, – they put up a little fight for a couple of minutes there. But um, Brisbane looked good. Yeah. That looked not too bad. I thought they looked, looked not too bad. Uh, they're moving pretty well if Reece Matheson can't get a game in the side, I reckon. Fair call. Good player. Um, what, what a midfield, but with Neil back, Neil, Zorko, they're, they're all just firing. It is, yeah. Good to watch. They look good. Uh, just a one. Speaking of Neil, uh, he's the only man to go down injured there uh, with a shoulder injury. He got the jab. Um, had a couple of painkillers played through the game. Um, the information coming through the desk at the moment is that he will play. Is that right, Steve? I believe so. He's owned by Bands Benchwarmers. Uh, Bands Benchwarmers needs him to play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you can stays on the line. Spent right. too much time on the bench for him this this year. So. Absolutely, he has. That's uh, a it's a questionable pick too. Um, just just with um, injuries and all that. Um, 
Yeah, it's a tough one to swallow there for Bance. Ben Chalmers, we've got Richmond St. Kilda, Saints by 40 points. It was the upset of the week, I would have thought, without looking at scanning through the games too much, but it was, uh, it was injuries galore here. Uh, Noah Bolter, knee indefinite. Um, it actually turned out to be ankle dyssyndesmosis, I believe. Um, so he's gone under the knife there. Uh, we'll probably get some clarity, but you basically rule the season out there. Owned by Puff and Pat. He's got a, I'm not sure what he's done with him. If he dropped into the waiver, there's something to do there. Uh, Nathan Broad, ankle. Uh, that's also syndesmosis. That's looking like a season uh, injury there. Owned by Bans Benchwarmers. Bans Benchwarmers already trying to make moves on the trade table to cover that uh, loss. And uh, Marvio Chol, hand, test, also owned by Bans Benchwarmers. In, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, acquired in a trade. Acquired in a trade last week with uh, Scribe. So that one will hurt. Uh, that's a forward just spot locked up. He's going to have to work out. St. Kilda, Jack Billings, knee test was um, pulled out pre-game. Uh, we had an intel drop from Get on the Geary about three minutes before the game kicked off that uh, laid out Jack Billings, very laid out, owned by Shmoey Superstars, also acquired in a trade. Um, TBC? Or a test? What is it? Test. Test. Um, He'll so play. We'll so see. Jack Billings play. will play. Um, there's the mail. And Nick Caulfield, hamstring, seems to be injured or out of form all year. I drafted him with pick 10. That was a bad pick. Hamstring, four to six weeks on the waiver. Who cares? Pick, pick 10 or round 10? Uh, round 10, sorry. My 10th pick. Thanks, Maz. Uh, we didn't get near you to pull me up. <laughs> Stay in your lane, yeah? Be, uh, <laughs> Stay in your lane, mate. Uh, no, cheers for that. Yeah, uh, my 10th round pick. So it was a pretty, it was a bit of a reach, fair to say. Um, Collingwood Fremantle Freo by 12 points uh, This is a great win From Fremantle The kids are The kids are fucking happy about it That's a great win From the Dockers uh, Against the Pies Pies have been ordinary this year uh, We don't need to keep saying that we Keep banging on about it uh, Bo McCreary uh, Hamstring six weeks Who is that? Um, waiver Set up Oh sorry mate You're a Collingwood supporter Hiya I did not mean any disrespect there at all. I apologise. Uh, yeah, we hear we hear the bullshit every week. Yeah, but, um, no, I, I apologise for. I completely forgot. I'll back yeah. up a little bit. Have they had yeah. a good season? Then in your eyes, have oh, looked, a good season? Clearly not looking at the numbers too, man. Like fuck. Oh, Lord. there we go. So I feel everything that was said was a fair call. But Bo McCreary is an I know up and is. coming. Four, yeah, that was a cheap yeah. shot. That was uh, what was a cheap. It shot. was a cheap shot. I know who he is. Hang on, hang on. Better so what case are you putting forward for Bo McCreary? I'm saying he's not a star now and clearly not someone that, you know, has got to be hot on your super coach team. But as, as far as a future star and potential, who's oh, to say he's not going to That may be a stretch. But anyway, we digress. I've we seen, digress. seen him kick a few snakes. Bo McCreary. He's on the waiver anyway. He's done a hammy. Up and coming superstar. You heard it here first. He's not going to be a superstar this year. He's not going to be a superstar. Star of the future, apparently. He's not going to be a superstar this year. But... Um, We'll see what happens next year. Where would you draft him in the draft next year? What what pick or what round, Maz? Is he a first rounder? Uh, you, you, de- you definitely wouldn't, you know. Would you we'll dabble in the top half of the draft? Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, be hard. Be hard to say, as you said. Depends what he uh, what he <laughs> needs might a be big able off to pull season, out. Yeah, I reckon. To ever definitely get needs a all thought. Definitely needs a big off season. Need to uh, uh, what numbers, Bo McCurry? Forty something. Oh. He's got a ponytail, hasn't he? Got the, he got a tattoo or something? Couldn't tell you what number fucking Scott Pendlebury is at the moment, Pop. So that's, that's 10, even <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Let's move on from Bo McCreary. We've got Freeman on Nat Five shoulder test. Uh, owned by McBeams. He got pulled out pre-game. Uh, he'll be back this week, no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, He's just one of those. He wasn't feeling 100% already, him come out and say. Um, so, yeah, he'll be back. Uh, Matt Tabernard, calf, three to four weeks, owned by the Wadamiris. What's he doing with him? Is he on the waivers? Is okay. he on the team? I think he's on the waivers. He's on the waivers now. Great yeah. move from Heath. Um just as good coaches do, they don't hold on to players they don't need. So that's a that's a great move from Heath. 
it said four weeks out. So um, I believe we did a couple of waiver pickups there that we'll uh, touch on later. But uh, on to the next matchup, we have uh, North Melbourne versus uh, Gold Coast Suns. North Melbourne getting the dub uh, 72 to 63 by uh, nine points. No uh, major injuries. Battle of the uh, I did the see there. something that came through late. Uh, Noah Anderson. Oh, yeah. We did. Uh, pretty sure it was the... Uh, Intel King that actually that actually dropped it. Yeah, I'll I'll have to get that up. But um, yeah, the Intel King did confirm. I believe it was something along along the lines of that fractured hand uh, out for extended period. Yep. So uh, yeah, fuck. Tough on the swallow there. We all get them, but yep. Who who was that? Jed Anderson. Uh, Not Noah Anderson. (laughs) Quite. (laughs) Jeez, the old Jed Anderson, uh, Noah Anderson debacle. The old Puff and Pat. um, Where did that pop? He was acquired in a trade, by the way. Um, He was acquired in a trade, um, offloaded by Puff and Pat to Marcus Noah Anderson, I believe. Easy to get those two confused. Absolutely. Might I add? Um, That's a superstar question from early on the year, I believe. But anyway, we move on. Yeah, we move on from that garbage game onto the next one. We had a decent game. Port Adelaide uh, defeating Sydney uh, by 10 points, 81 to 71. Uh, Injuries on the week, we had Trent McKinsey. Uh, They're looking to assess it, owned by the Noongas. Tweaked his shoulder, so I don't know... I think he might already be on the waivers, or I don't know. Is he? Will be there soon if yeah. he's not anyway. Yeah, Nunga would have made that move. Yeah, if uh, as you said, uh, Coach Nunga is, he'll pro- probably drop him if he needs to. But uh, on to the next one. We had no major injuries between uh, Essendon versus uh, Melbourne. Uh, D's getting up by thirteen, uh, sixty-eight to fifty-seven. Uh, any uh, any thoughts on that one? Did you watch that one on the weekend, uh, Pop? Uh, I didn't watch it. Um, heard we put in a spirited performance, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Melbourne a good side, but yeah, uh, yeah Bombers showing a bit. About a three-quarter team, three-and-a-half-quarter team at the moment. Let's see how we go. Not getting slapped by a good side. So nah, it helps. Good for the confidence anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Saw Hep's getting around to uh, all the rookies at the end of the game, so um, bright future for you boys, uh, so they say. Love it. Uh, moving on, Giants v Hawthorne on the Sunday slate. Hawks by 18 points here. Uh, upset for my liking. Um Hawthorne injuries, Chad Wingard, hamstring, to be confirmed, timeline, owned by Burn to a Chris. That's a hole he's going to have to fill very soon, I think. That's a big loss, Chad Wingard, especially with Chris coming into this part of the year. He's been informed, Chris, no doubt about that, 4-1 and one from his last five. Chad Wingard would be helping that cause. Um, that is a big loss to cover. Work to do now for that one. Yeah. Uh, next up, Denver Granger-Barras, concussion 12 days, owned by Lacos. Assume he'll be going the waivers. Any, yeah. any any moment, wouldn't he? Yeah, concussion out for the would've week. Would have thought so. Would have thought so. If Lacos uh, is active, he, yeah, he'd probably... Uh, he's gone. I know he's active. Wave specs, I know yeah. I'll catch him looking at his super coach here and there at work. Um, I know he's active, so we'll see what he does with that. Uh, moving on, next Sunday's slate, we had Western Bulldogs up against the West Coast Eagles. Dogs smashed them by 55 points in some wet weather conditions. Makes it even more impressive. Notable injuries, Western Bulldogs, Ryan Gardner, shoulder six to eight weeks uh, on the waiver, so we keep keep moving, I guess. That's it. Uh, rounding out the round 15 action, Carlton v Adelaide, big big game here. Blues get up by 10 points. Thoughts, Dreamer? This is my thoughts. <laughs> That's a setup. Oh. <laughs> here we go. That's Blue a <laughs> We are the Navy Blues. It's a good to be a blue boy this week. Uh, shout out to my man, 
Don't be sards. Uh, there's a couple of us. We aren't painted on supporters like you pies, maggots. Um, absolutely painted on supporters, you boys. When the pies go missing, you boys go missing. You don't hear from you. Uh, painted on supporters. Every Collingwood supporter in this group is a painted on supporter. But unlike us blue boys, we stick fat. Um, and we enjoy and we reap the rewards week to week at the moment, unfortunately. That's all it is. But um, it's a great win by the Blue Boys. I loved watching it on the um, on the Sunday there. Um, a win that is really needed. Yeah, it was a, it was a win and that we needed. should have won. It was, uh, yeah, we should have won it. Um, it was some nervous times to it. But look, a win's a win. And it was just good to enjoy a Carton win. Um, not saying too much more than that. It was just an enjoyable, few and far uh, enjoyable time. They are they have been few and far between. I'm not going to sugarcoat uh, Carlton's history of the last 20 years. Yeah, It's been poor. Um, but uh, look, it was good to get the win this week. And um, it's always yeah. handy when Collingwood loses because yeah. uh, no one likes Collingwood yeah. around here. I was about to say it's um, it's good to get a constellation. I don't know if you know what that means. But um, that, that, <laughs> that four points will definitely... Go nowhere. Um, if Carlton make finals, put it on record. It's just good for the mental health, wins like that. Congrats on yeah, As you said, you do need them. Little wins, you know. Yeah. Team the 1-1 one one game last year. It. Not a bad win, I suppose. Um, notable <laughs> injuries. My man, Mark Murphy, calf, two weeks. Now on the waiver. Yep. Um, I'm disappointed about this. You know, you know I want to get him to 300. We've had this discussion before. Um, disappointing. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts, Mark Murphy. It's a... It's a Look, for what he's done for the Carlton Footy Club, it's a terrible way to end his career, if that's the way. Uh, look, he's not going to end his career off two games. Like He's going to miss the next two. He's going to struggle to get to 300. But that, that's what I'm talking best, about. Best that's of luck. Will yeah, he go around again? I don't think he'll go around again. Not at Carlton, and I don't think he'll go anywhere else. But um, A better senior mentor down at the club. No one's picking him up. No, nah, look, he, I don't think he gets another, go, another year at Carlton. Um, look, if some club was interested for some reason to get him, look. Good on him. I'd like him to go elsewhere and play 300 if he doesn't get it, Carlton. But um, look, best of luck, Mark Murphy. Hopefully he gets there. Should sign a contract for the amount of games that he needs to play his 300. Well, if does, 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 doesn't it count if you're in an emergency as well? So couldn't they technically just chuck him in the emergency? No, not emergency. He needs yeah, to be yeah, uh, sub. Yeah, he sub. Could, he, could, he could do that for the next... When he comes back, so yeah. we'll just charity to watch his face. <laughs> well, Sean Bergwijn's got his charity games this year to get to yeah. his 400. He does nothing yeah. for Hawthorne week to week. They should put him as to play one fifty for two clubs. Absolute fucking, absolutely. Absolute I'm not taking anything Rolls away from Sean Berger. Love Sean Berger. Sean Berger and Silk is probably my favorite player of the last ten years, twenty years, fifteen years, whatever it is. I uh, love Silk Berger. Hall of Famer, absolutely is probably one of the best Aboriginals to play the game. Huge. Uh, Michael Long. No. Michael Long. Michael Long beats Sean Berger. You're fucking kidding me. What? Big Bergs fan, is big better. Fan of Bergs Bergwine, is better than Bergs is. Can't can't say I watched Michael Long as um, yeah, as uh, hard to thoroughly say. It's hard as I watched as far um, as Derek Kickett, Shay Cockatoo. Collins. Come on, yeah. come on, stop. Let's move. Let's move forward. This is getting very <laughs> biasville. Uh, Moving on, what have we got? That was an injury report. We're going to move on to the waivers. Uh, another big week of waiver drops. Uh, the list goes down two and a half pages. Um, yeah. Who'd you like? Uh, Blazers. Um, I saw Heater picking up uh, Ben Brown dropping uh, Fritz, which uh, was a notable pickup, which I didn't mind. Considering, who, who did uh, that? Uh, the one, the one of Mary's, uh, Pops man, uh, picking mm. up Ben Brown. Um, He's taking a few stabs. He's throwing a bit of shit at the wall. So he's one sticks. Bit of a seal. Throwing off pieces and one one will stick. Yeah, that's right. Got to give it a crack. As Absolutely. you said, take the chance on the uh, the Fords that are few and far between. Um, saw you pick up. <laughs> 
your man Chuka Constable again. How many times is that for the year? I'm going to go back through tonight. Uh, <laughs> we had this discussion. Earlier in the year, it was already three, so it has to be minimum three. It could be fourth time now this year. Wow. Um, he's my man. Simple. I'll keep picking keep, him up. Keep, keep, keep him on the payroll. Nah, nah, I've actually come out and said on the socials officially, this will be the last time Chuka Constable gets draft, uh, gets waiver picked, uh, gets picked up uh, to the untouchables while he's in the green, yeah. uh, the uh, blue and white hoops we, at Geelong. We've we've heard it all before, but uh, no, we'll be, no, that's the first time I've said it. Um, but uh, look, if he goes elsewhere next year, as I said, he'll be a first rounder for mine. Anything uh, you like, Pop? Um. Not particularly. Um, I'm just having to scroll through now. Mm, Quentin Narkle, not a bad pickup by Blue Owl there. Um, she'll come in the side, get rack them up. It's cheap though. Um, yeah, that, that's about it for me. Not a long list. I liked. Um, I like the Matheson pickup describe. I'm not sure if he's going to play coming off a Brisbane win. To be honest, he's just dropped him. Okay, well then, yeah. I like the drop as well. He picked up Fiorini. Don't mind the pickup as well. But, uh, again, who knows if he gets named. <laughs> uh, like the Callum Sinclair pickup to McBeams. Um, McBeams has been ch- chasing a ruck all year. Um, he acquired the ruck and Dan Curvis. Dan Curvis goes down. He's back in the ruck. Merry go round. Picks up his man Sinclair. He'll play this week, Sinclair. Uh, and he's a good scorer. Uh, even with the with the Hickmeister there, he'll, he'll yeah. still score well. He'll, he'll play forward. He'll kick a couple of goals. Amadi dropped. Um Bob's your uncle. Uh, also, right, uh, the Tom Green pickup from you, uh, Steve, on the Monday drop. Yeah, that was a nice little one slid through the keeper there. There's a little nugget there. Uh, I made a claim for him. I uh, obviously knew I wasn't going to get him with you uh, up and about on the Monday or the Sunday night, Steve. I know you're a bit bit of a shrewd mover there. What What time was that? Uh, no. Uh, it, was a, it was an overnight drop. Oh, so it was the initial drop on the Monday morning. Yep. Four a.m. Logic slot. claims on the Sunday. Yep. Well, I reckon Hita uh, might... Might regret that one. Yeah, yeah. He might. I'd be trying to trying to get. I'd be trying to get him back, but um, that's just me. Yeah, pa- Paddy Dow. Him. Paddy Dow's an interesting one as well from the Wanamiris. Uh, had a good game on the weekend. It's probably the best game of his career. Um, scored eighty or so. I don't know how many touches he had. He looked all right though. So uh, if he plays like that, it's not a bad pickup. Not bad bench cover anyway. Coming into finals, so it'll yeah, do. Wasn't a whole heap there. Weak waiver, but. Like it is There's a couple, week. couple more I like, but I just want to monitor them before I start going early crows there on those ones. So that was a waiver activity trade center round fifteen, sixteen. Been a bit um, happening. That has been a bit happening. Um, I'll just go through the first one. That's um, the first one that got lodged was six oh nine a.m. Thursday first, so twenty eighth of June. The first one was Tom DeConning um, for Mark Pitnett. Um, Crystal Mick described Looks like just a sympathy Or a gener- generosity um, Trade to be honest with you This is absolutely A generosity trade Yeah um, Yeah I mean It's kind of gone under the radar A little bit But um, He's pretty much just Taken on an injured plate And then dropped him the waivers First opportunity there Yeah so I didn't know He got dropped to the waivers Until we spoke But um, I saw the saw the trade. I thought maybe Scribe is doing a shrewd move, acquiring Pitnet for finals time. Uh, roughly, maybe coming back, gets the second ruck on the bench. Um, you know, let's just say you're in the granny, um, and you know you, you'd prefer the double ruck on your field. You can drop all four players on your bench, run with the one non-score on your field, get the Pitnet emergency. Um, 
we've seen it done before. Heater Wanamiri's pulled it on me last year um, at some point with the, the double ruck in Nank. So I thought it was a true move, but then he goes to the waiver, so it uh, starts questioning that move. So in hindsight, it was pretty much Tom DeConing for Braden Fiorini. Essentially, yep. Essentially, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. I mean... It speaks Hard to the to level say. of good bloke that uh, that Scribe is. It's a good bloke. It's a good bloke, bloke, bloke from Scribe. That's, 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 that's where all it gets it is. to. Yeah. No, well yeah. played. Um, that's just just handing someone somebody a ruckman for yeah. free. Well, exactly. If it was anything more, it'd set off the alarm bells. Yeah, it would, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it's Tom DeConny, I think, is. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You can't really. Scans needed a ruckman who'd just take it. So uh, nothing more to say here. It was just interesting, but it was a good bloke's move from Scribe. One of the good guys of the league, Scribe. Shout out to Scribe. Good friend of the podcast. Good friend of ours. Um, next trade, we had, uh, I believe this one uh, was blocked. Uh, the Isaac Rankin, Matt Rowell, Vance Benchwarmers, Blue Air trade. Vetoed. Big uh, big veto activity uh, today. It was vetoed. It was... Uh, vetoed late well, no, last no, night. No, that was last night. That was, was last night, that I believe, veto. I believe it's been relodged, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so the first, that was the initial one there. That was vetoed last night. There was a bit of controversy about it. I saw it. At, I vetoed it early. Didn't like the look of it. Uh, yeah. Let it let it go. I thought I thought it would just get vetoed, so I didn't say anything. And then it was ten minutes left of the trade, and <laughs> no one had vetoed. Or it was one more to one more to go. So I just thought, I don't think this is fair if this gets through. If other trades have been pulled up in the past with um, you know been talked about, and this one didn't even get mentioned. So I just. When just threw it up there in the airwaves. Does anyone want to pull the trigger on this cunt? And um, there we it goes. Seventh, I, I vetoed it. I was fourth veto. Yeah. Does that, do, do we know who pulled the trigger on the nah, seventh? No, seven? we don't know. I'm and it's sure. part. It's uh, Marcus called called for people's heads and who who was who vetoed and that. It's, we're past who vetoed it now. If you want to, if you want to admit, go for it. Like I, I vetoed. I it. I feel like the seventh, the seventh veto carries a lot more weight than any other veto as well. It actually it kind of been like okay, I'm the judge, jury, executioner here, <laughs> it and does. it's I'm putting a stamp when there's on ten this minutes thing. left in the train. <laughs> yeah. It's got a bit more pepper <laughs> it, on it. It, it, does, it um, does. But to be fair, I think that deserved to be uh, vetoed. Yeah, from a from an outsider point of view, without actually knowing the reasoning why Ben's Bentormers would do such a thing. Can really. I can I just say as well? I had a look at. I just thought I'd have a look back at. Through Bance Benchwarmer's team, and just have a look at the meant like why he was targeting Rankin. I rate the idea behind it. I don't rate the idea behind Rankin though. I'll tell you why because Rankin averaging fifty eight on the year is below his four forwards in average yeah, that are starting on his wa- field right yeah. now. It's waiver spec, so he's got four forwards on his field right now that are averaging better than Rankin. I think if you I understand the Stevenson pickup. Yes, and I point. understand the Darcy Byrne Jones uh, target, but I don't understand the Rankin one, considering he's averaging less than. I don't know averages don't say everything, but I would say I would argue that he's significantly worse than every single forward that he's got on his field right now. Got, I think yeah. everyone would take Matt Real in that trade, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, and you and you're obviously losing a heavyweight in Matt Real that has the potential to. He has been doing bananas. absolutely fuck all this year. Yeah, but that being said, Gold Coast three quarters of the team are currently on the waivers, hence why we're. He you can know. get more for Matt Rowe, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And it, it looks unfair, and I think it is unfair for, for him. The league's spoken anyway. Absolutely. Uh, moving on next up, we had this one pop through this morning, early in the AMs, uh, between Heater Wanamiris and Bench, bench Warmers. Uh, Elliot Yo goes to Heater Wanamiris. Darcy Byrne-Jones goes to Bench Bench Warmers. Got blocked. Thoughts? 
Uh, I did say in the socials, and I'm going to have to stand by that, that I didn't mind the, um, I didn't mind what Ben Spencer almost was trying to do. He's got the Nathan Broad injury, trying to get a defender back. Similar average-ish. Obviously, Ali, yeah, a lot more upside. Um, also, he has all those midfielders sitting on his pine. So I rate what he's trying to do there. But in saying that, you can get way more for Elliot Yo. And again, it's an unfair trade. I didn't stamp this one, but I knew it would get stamped, which is why I didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, look, it's uh, it, it looks it doesn't look right. So see you later. Again, the league spoke, and that was a quick veto, probably the quickest veto of the year. Yeah, especially with uh, the one Amiri's involved. Um, no one likes to see him getting stronger and stronger and stronger, especially with how many injuries he's got on the bench. He's just, um, you know. Can I can I just explode, say though? Can I really, just say bloke. though? Um, so, oh, sorry, go on. He's no, waiting, no, 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 he's no, waiting to explode. I still don't think that it. It's, it's. I don't think we should be like, oh, this team's getting stronger, so let's veto it. I still don't think that should be happening. I hope that's not why it's happening. But in saying that, I think people should stop trying to target easy people to trade with and like just try and get trades through. Like it's, well, that, well, that's what Heath's doing. Heath's obviously... And that's what other people are doing. I think that's what people are doing. Not naming names particularly, but I think people do do that. So I think... Peop, I don't think we should just be all criticising Ben's benchwarmers here, for example, for trading shit. Like, he's trying yeah. to make moves, okay? You um, said it was the first trade that came in for... Th- that th- he saw, so we just um, yeah, yeah. So he accepted I th- it. I think he needs to be sharper than that, Ben's bench warmers. Yeah, you got to do better. I think he, I think he needs to be sharper than that. I think he recognizes that. But in saying that, I think other people need to be better than what they're being. Um, be realistic with your trades. Stop trying to trade rate people. Um, not not actually just targeting Heath here in this particular instance. Just saying it generally league orientated and league overall. Uh, I think people need to have a little bit more respect for everybody. Yeah, it's, and it's going to be ridiculous. hard getting them through because even if you can get them through, getting the um the other the other party to accept a, a rubbish trade, you've still got to get it through twenty four hours of getting vetoed. So oh, clearly, this one probably didn't. Even got to go through the league. Simple it does people's league. Uh, Draymond, next one. Um, so we got a trade that has has it gotten through yet? It's been lodged. It hasn't been vetoed. It's got two up on here at the moment. Um, so yeah, it was, it was accepted at six oh nine. Um, it's I done. Did, I did lodge the trade. Um, he did want to sleep on it, so he's so Mays uh, he's, take he's us through the trade. Up. Is it cleared first? Um, it it isn't cleared. It'll be cleared uh, as of the morning if you're hearing the pot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's already got a few vetoes at the moment. Um, talk us through, talk us through the trade anyway. Um, the it's trade got four was, vetoes at the moment. That'll get yeah. through. It should get that'll through. get through. Anyway, sure. who is it? Um, well, it's Jack Zebel. So uh, Simo approached the group chat during the week saying that he was looking to offload Zebel and um, go for a little two for one, trying to bolster up on a bit of depth. And I um, like it. I like the, like the thinking. Yeah, I like I like the approach. Um, so yeah, he uh, wanted to offload Zebel, and um, which I hit him up. And uh, I originally offered, I believe it was Taylor Walker and Sean Higgins, in which he came back to me. Um, yeah, a bit unsure on Higgins' uh, security. Security. So my ne- I originally planned to keep Ross and try and offload Higgins, but then my next best was, um, yeah, uh, offering Seb Ross and my highest averaging forward, my man Tex Walker, for the, uh, for the big man Jack Zebel, who is... I believe he's seven or eighth ranked uh, for the whole entire year in he's points. A, he's a top ranked forward in the year. Yeah. So, yeah, king of cheap kicks and absolutely 
be a pleasure to have him if this one gets through. So I don't want to um, call the early crow, but um, yeah, as you said, four out of seven vetoes at the moment. Let's hope this one gets through. Uh, people will uh, know in the morning when they're listening. You got a thought on it, Steve? I like the trade from both parties. You can see it from both ways. You've got the best player out of the three, but um, McBeam's got some tidy depth there. Tech's averaging 95 in the year. Sab Ross 84, I think. So, uh, nah, like it. Happy to see that one get through. There's no reason for this to be vetoed, in my opinion. The only, the, only reason, the only reason this is getting vetoed is for strength of Mazza's team, and that's not fair. That is a fair trade. Um, that is as fair as I think it would be gets. stiff if it doesn't get through. Oh, said, that should get through. Two of me starters, highest averaging yeah, forward. They're, they're great. They're, you're, not, you're not picking anything like that up off the waiver. So that's why I understand why, yeah. I don't want to bring it back to me, but my trade got vetoed or was looking yeah. like it was getting vetoed a few weeks ago. I understand that now, and I agree with it. Yeah, um, Walters, for example... Is waiver spec. Yeah. Um, these these players are not waiver spec. Yeah. Tex Walker and Seb Ross. Um, yeah, like you could pick someone else on the up off the waiver and get a similar score back, but that you're not going to get that consistency well, in Tex Walker and Seb. I mean, well that, Tex Walker's well, been inconsistent. Well, that's why you look at a trade like Rankin to Farrell and Rankin's been on the waiver for three quarters of the season. And you're like, well, fuck, I can pick up a bloke off the waiver right now that no one's got and offer it to him that's got the fucking, you know. That's exactly right. The fucking projected This trade should get through. It's a great yeah. trade for both should get parties. Through. Should get through. Um, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot, actually. I like it from I like it from Sim as well. Just his able's done his dash for the McBeams. Get on the text train. It's the best train to be on in the league. Um, you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. The waiver enjoyed yeah. it. It's a great train to be on. I uh, recommend it highly for anybody. Yeah. And also on your end, just strengthening that starting lineup a little bit with Jack Sable. Yeah, love it. Um, as you just mentioned, his credentials there in terms of averages on the year. While we're on trades, Steve, just want to bring this up. Um, so obviously we've got one more trade. What is that? It's not up here. Uh came through this afternoon, three twenty two PM. Matt Rao goes to Blue Hour in exchange for Jaden Stevenson. Did that rank and get the second rank and trade get vetoed? Uh he yeah. relodged it this morning, yeah. Yeah, they relodged it and it got reblocked, I think. Did okay. it? Yeah, yeah. He it lodged it twice. Like it. So he yeah. lodged it this morning. So Did it get lo- blocked? Yeah. He lodged it again this morning, I know. So I think it might have been blocked and Blue Air is yeah, active again. Okay, so this, the next trade is what, sorry, Steve? Um Matt Rao. I don't think it's been blocked. No, it's still it yeah. No no one's came through on the veto. That's right. Yeah. I'll just put a cork in it right now then. <laughs> Oh, oh! You were unable to veto this trade. Uh, maybe, me? maybe because he's lodged it. Maybe because oh, it's he's gone now. Now it's gone from pending. Uh, that, that Someone might just... have been revoked. Either anyway, way, that all. Gone. Anyway, it's gone. The trade that is going through on that one. Matt Rao goes to Blue Hour in exchange for Jaden Stevenson. Um, I like it. Said so I don't. I don't mind it. I, I've probably got no arguments with it either. To be honest, uh, I think, look, I think you prefer Rao, but um, Rao on... Uh, need base. If you've got the depth like you do with Bance Benchwarmers, you want to tie a little forward. Now, that's that's a nice addition, I feel. I think if, that's especially a lot if more he's, even. If he's, busting, if he's busting the scene, he's got too many mids, can't start yeah, them all. I just said... Fuck one of them off. Rao hasn't exactly been setting the world on fucking fire. No, he hasn't. Averaging, what, fucking 70 on the year Ste- or some Stevenson shit? Stevenson isn't waiver spec, I wouldn't have thought either. No. Averaging um, 75 on I the mean, year. at the end of the day... He, it was uh, he was involved in a Hunter Clark trade as well. He was definitely not a pushover. So Stevenson done the rounds. Um, I, I don't mind the trade. Look, I'd probably prefer to be on Marcus's end of that trade. But in saying that, I think it is a fair trade. Jaden's doing pretty consistent rounds. Good no. player. He's not too bad. 
He's not too bad. It's a bit. It's like an upgrade on the rank one. It's a fair yeah, try. Happy, happy. That one will get through. Yeah, happy with that. Well played both parties there. Um, while we're on the trade um, news, uh, I want to put an idea forward um, or up for suggestion. Obviously, Maz, it's good to have you actually on board tonight because you can sort of back this um, this idea up. So, obviously, we all play fantasy. NFL fantasy have been for years. We've got Let's go. Few, Under two months, baby. Let's fire up. Let's go. Got a few players in the league here, a few draft legends that also play NFL fantasy, notably Nigel Nunga, Crystal Mick, Blue Aya. Um, have I missed someone there? No, they're the OGs, I think. A few OGs there. So, um, look, if you boys want to pop up in the socials and agree or disagree with this um, this theory. Peter Wanamiris. Peter Wanamiris. There's a few of us out there. So, uh, in the NFL um, platform or format, uh, with the trades, uh, trades actually get blocked out uh, at least a couple of weeks prior to finals commencing. They do. Um, I'm not sure if it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, one week, two. I know it's at least two. Uh, so, it's probably two to three weeks out from finals. We're, we're four weeks out from finals now. So, what it does basically... A couple of weeks out from finals, it stops trades being able to occur in between teams. It means like, you know, that arse end of the year when the scragglers at the bottom of the ladder are just trading with people at the top for nothing. Trying um, to stay relevant. Yeah, trying to stay like, well, not trying to stay relevant. It's just the top teams basically just trying to get stronger for people that don't need to. The, the, the teams yeah. mean nothing. Yeah. It's just. It's Benny not, getting rid of, you know, Yale and these bikes yeah, for peanuts. It's like me, it's like me getting rid of yeah. Jack McRae for yeah. fucking. A bag of peanuts. That's yeah. right. So, Just so Ben's obviously of. relevant this week because if he wins this week, he's still in the mix. So, it's hard to put a cork in it four weeks out, but I think two weeks out, um, I'm going to put the suggestion up there uh, after round 17 is done and dusted um, that trades uh, stop occurring between anybody in the league whatsoever because the riffraff has already begun this week. We can see it here firsthand, the riffraff trades that are occurring. Um, between some players and some coaches. Um, and I think in the last two rounds, it is, or even from next week onwards, it's just going to get worse. And me putting a, a time on two weeks, I think next week there's going to be a lot of this shit happening, to be honest with you. And hopefully the league does what the league needs to do and veto those trades that are unreasonable. But I think two weeks out after round 17, um, uh, like I'd personally like to just say, uh, put a cork in the trading. It's, it's known to work in NFL fantasy. Um, which is the, basically the elite. It's the pedestal of fantasy. Oh, of fantasy. Absolutely. 50 years. Probably. Like it's, it's the pedestal. And it also um, just adds, sorry to cut you off there, That's dream. right. I've it, sad my say on it that. It also just forces the people at the top, although you can't make trades, it forces you to look forward and acquire depth at each position. That's yeah. what the main focus is in, in NFL fans. It forces you to go out and get an extra running back, QB, tight end, whatever the number may be, just to ensure that if you do get an injury, you are covered. So I think, you know, a couple-week timeline, as I said, we'll put it to a poll, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be mad feedback on it. So uh, happy to hear what you'll say anyway yeah. on the topic. I think I think it's a logical call because it's not like you're ruling out the waivers so that if, you know, someone gets injured, you can't replace a score and you've got a zero. You can still if do as many waivers as you want. You know, yeah, that's fine. a second, you know, defender on the bench or something because you had elites or something. But in, as a logical spec of team trading, as you said, any tr- trades that are going down late in the season are probably rash and drastic for someone trying to make moves or trying to do pull a move or something. They're so just to sort of block fishy. it out. And yes, it's to block it out outside of the And it's the unlucky if you just say week 18 or 19, someone key on your team goes down with injury, but that's fantasy. And yeah. the only reason I'm backing is because I've seen it work for many years in the NFL. Well, who's going to take, take an injured 
an injured good player in the last two weeks anyway. You know? No, I mean, yeah, but it's more like so like team trade. It's that. more so you can try to fix that hole for whatever gets injured. But yeah. that just comes back to then you should start getting your depth in order right about now. And that's a couple the, of weeks. The pros outweigh the cons. Two weeks is plenty of time if you needed to make a trade right now. But like I, I, my big point is like you've seen this week what's starting to happen, and I feel like the next few weeks it could get worse than that. Um, Only yeah. thing I'll say for the other side of the coin is that if you are on that bubble of making finals come round 17 or 18, you can – it would be nice to be able to throw the kitchen sink. Kind of what Luck Bluey's been doing the last couple of weeks, going for wins every week. It'd be nice to do that aspect, but that's just – you can't keep everyone happy. You're just going to have to roll with it, I guess. Agree with that. And also I will rebuttal that with I would dare say that um, Bluey's outlook, uh, even though we we rate what he's been doing here, it's fucking controversial. It's and controversial, it would be nice for that controversial shit to be out of here, to be honest with you. But um, I do understand that. And it would be nice to throw kitchen sink, yes. Just to, it just if you're but, on that cusp, if you're on that 10th, 11th spot, you're like, hey, i got to fucking roll the dice. I need two from two wins in round 18 and fucking 19. I'm giving away, it'd be nice to be in the hunt, but I'm giving away Jackson McRae for a couple of ninth depths options or something like that. Yeah. Would never happen, never sell him, but that's uh, a bad example, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's an option. Um, this whole thing's an option. We've seen it work. We're just talking top, about it. That's yeah, it. Well, we're talking about it, but I'd like it to happen. Um, as the chair, I'm not going to sit there and make an executive call, uh, even though eventually it will have to be an executive call whether we do it or not. But uh, we're the people's league, so it's, the really, it's really what the people want. Um, but I just want to... I just want to put it forward that, you know, the NFL fantasy is the benchmark of fantasy sporting apps and, and formats in the world. It's been happening for years. It that, works. They do it. Um, we've seen it work. Like, you're going to have to take my word that it's actually a good thing for the league. Um, I'm just trying to do what's best for the league. Uh, I don't want to see these top-end teams, um, you know, targeting bottom-end teams for trades and then veto and then all this controversy coming into the socials and then people fucking tiffing. I think two weeks out after round 17, put a cork in it. It's my opinion. I'd like, you know, I'd like it to happen, uh, but we will put it to the socials and see what the crowd thinks. Love it. Moving on, that's enough on the trade centre. It was. It's a, it's a big trade. It's a big trade week, actually. It was a big trade week. There was a lot to get through. Uh, I'm glad we got through it, and I'm glad we spent a little bit of time on it. Just going to, um, so that'll move us on to our uh, next segment, my personal favourite segment of the uh, the show. Uh, with the People's Podcast, with People's League, uh, a league made by the people for the people, it is this week's Mailbag. So this week's Mailbag, just checking my inbox, just to see if we have any mail this week. Uh, there was two people that were meant to be mailing in. Um, hit them up today, saying where's the mail. Haven't heard back from one. One said I'm pulling out of the Mailbag. Okay, we have some mail. Let's Here go. we go. Let's go. 7.27 p.m. He's coming after the potty has started. Um, but we're going to allow this one, and you'll see why. Um, I've literally just popped this up. I had no idea. It's in my junk mail. But really appreciate this piece of mail. Okay. We have, starting with, hi, boys. Loving the ongoing domination of the pod. Excuse this poor spelling and or grammar as I'm fighting against time to get some mail in. Well, that's fair. It's 7.30. It's a fair call. Um, I knew that there was maybe something coming across the emails eventually, but um, here it is. So, hi, boys. Loving the ongoing domination of the pod. Excuse the poor spelling and or grammar as I'm fighting against time to get some mail in. 
One bloke who is really giving me the irrits is a half bloke called the Baggies. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> there has been limited, if any, return fire of late from myself because this p- pathetic excuse of a coach isn't worthy of my time. <laughs> However, I must admit, the relabeling of my ni- my name, Tommy Tank, has really started to grind my gears, and I believe <laughs> he's the founder. <laughs> It's clear as day that the notorious Puff and Pat is living rent-free in this poor guy's head. <laughs> in round 11, the Puff and Pat train must have hit the baggie so hard between the eyes that he has suffered <laughs> that he has suffered delayed concussion because any normal bloke slash good mate would have lived up to his bet six weeks ago and have given the rightful winner his prize of Jack Daniels. The... <laughs> The Baggies will have 15 West Coast players in his team by the time I receive what's rightfully mine. Excuse my poor reading. Um, I have more chance of the Baggies kids. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm absolutely lost in here. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Keep it together. (laughs) Stop (laughs) Oh my god, this is good. All right, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's go. Let's get professional here. The Baggies will have fifteen West Coast players in his team by the time I receive what's rightfully mine. I have more chance of the Baggies kid being old enough to actually purchase it and give it to me. <laughs> give it to me by the time the Baggie dies. Barbara Streisand. Oh my god, god. That was multiple barbs then. Really shows what <laughs> really shows what sort of bloke slash half bloke this guy is. Fuck you and your fungus shit. <laughs> Fuck you and your fungus shat Errol Gordon wave and pick up. <laughs> And enjoy sucking on a f- <laughs> and enjoy sucking on a fat owl for yet another week. Signed Puff and Pat. P.S. My road to the top eight will be nothing short of incredible. It will happen. I've dead set. Fucking yeah. lost it. I'm crying. Um, I've I don't think I've ever actually gotten to the stage where I've cried. Where I've laughed, to be honest with you, I'm dead set crying right now. Um, He's not the number one mailer for that is for our nothing. number one motherfucking mailer bag, Puff and Pat. That is that is elite mail. That is going into the nomination basket for mail of the year. It's got my vote. That I won't. I personally won't read a better piece of mail than that this year. Um, and you know, for what it's worth, I'm a big fan of the baggies. But fuck you, the baggies. I'm on the Puff and Pat train. He's back. <laughs> Puffin Pat is motherfucking back. He's fucking hot. He's hot. He's our number one mailbagger. He's a fan favorite. He's a pod favorite. Um, fucking absolutely love that piece of mail from Puffin Pat. Really appreciate that. And fuck you to baggies. Um, pay up. Pay up that bet. Great mail. Pay up that. Pay up that. He needs bet. to pay the bet. <laughs> still owes him. He still owes him. It's fuck rough. six weeks and counting. Uh, it's only a bottle of Jack Daniels. Um, 
Jeez, fuck. That was Bob riddled. That was fucked, that mate. Was, that was actually, yeah, fuck. Oh, I, I really hope the listeners can actually understand what I was reading there, but I was dead set losing it. Uh, that was a pisser. That's mail of the year, without a doubt. And it's the only mailbag this week, and I think it's fitting that there's only one piece of mail. because Deserves. It, it deserved its own slot tonight. And your legs on notice as well. Get them in for next week. Absolutely. Glad we got through that one. Fucking hell, cunt. That Jesus. was huge. After the Tuesday deadline. Um, no more mailbag. That's it. We've got our weekly caller. Bang. Actually, no. We've got the... Um, sorry. We've got the round 16. Oh, that was... Um, by the way, that was this week's mailbag. Really appreciate that mail from Puff and Pat. The notorious <laughs> Puff and Pat. Our number one mailbagger. He's a fan favourite. He's a pod favourite. It's the notorious Puff and Pat. And he's back. With that mail, Puff and Pat is back. The rise begins. The rise begins. Um, We're going to go through, uh, quickly go through uh, the AFL matchups for this week. We're also going to have a review of last week's, uh, what? Pops Multi Madness. Smashing. (laughs) We're also going to do another multi this week. How did we go last week, Steve? Rough week. Four or five. Uh, four wins, five losses. Hit the North Line, Bombers Line, Unders in the Dogs game. Shout out to Noah for there for the weather stats. And Blues win. Uh, brings the record to 14 and 13 on the year. That's not bad. We're over 50%. Right, 50%. Yep. That'll do. Let's get through them, boys. Um, Big one. First game of the week, we have the Suns. First of all, gamble responsibly. If you're out there and you're betting... Um, don't lose what you can't lose. What's, what's the saying there? Or do. Don't spend what you can't lose. Or don't chase yeah, losses. Yeah, yeah. Don't bet what you can't yeah. afford to lose. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's, yeah. that's it. So, But if you do not bet, you will not win. That's right. So have a bit of fun out there, but, you know, just yeah. be smart about it. Um, we've got the Gold Coast uh, game tomorrow night. Uh, it's been moved to Melbourne. I think it's at Marvel. Gold Coast versus Richmond. Uh, I'm going to tip Richmond. You just do what you need to do. Richmond dollar fifteen on the tote line of 32 and a half there. Yeah, uh, solid line uh, there. Um, Gold Coast have been disappointing, but um, Richmond have been inconsistent as well. So that'll be a tough line bet there. You'd probably go Richmond. Line I'm expecting there. a big bounce back. Yeah. I know they didn't show much against the Sainers last week, but for that reason, that reason alone. Um, Gold Coast travelling down here, rattled by the Coco. Uh, so I'll take Richmond the line there, 32 yeah. and a half. Big line, but fuck it. Yeah, they'll definitely want to bounce back after um, the loss to the Saints. It was a lackluster game. Some Did big ins for them as well, some big ins. So yeah. expecting Richmond to roll them here. Hundies. Um, next one there, Dreamer. Uh, we've got Geelong versus S. So who do we go there? Just Richmond. Richmond the line. Yeah, How Rich- much was the line? 32 and a half. 32 and a half. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, shit. Not sure if they'll cover that for what it's worth for mine, but I rate the bet. High risk, high reward. Rate it. Um, Geelong versus Essendon. Uh, a GMH bow. I'm going to tip the Cattery. I'll also tip the Cats. Yeah, tip the Cats, but I don't mind Essendon in the line there of plus 24 and a half. So. I enjoy that as well. We put in a spirited performance. Geelong didn't show a heap against Brizzy last night, uh, last week, so uh, yep. I'll take the Bombers with the points there. Yeah. Definitely take them at the line if we are if we if we're going. We've got Melbourne versus GWS here. Uh, Melbourne looking, they're not looking like ridiculously good. But GWS another disappointing loss for them to Hawthorne. Um, their finals hopes are falling down, falling down the drain. Uh, I guess that's the saying. So it's Melbourne for mine. <laughs> Is that the word? Uh, I'll also tip Melbourne. Their firm favourites dollar seventeen on the tote lines at thirty and a half. Mm. Yeah, it's a that's a big line. You probably. Uh, 
probably safe to go Melbourne there. Melbourne, you reckon? Yeah, I'd, I'd tip Melbourne as far as the line goes. Uh, Where's this game being played? At the G. What do you think the overrun yep. is at 154? A lot of games in Melbourne, Victor Sweek with the uh, COVID. The Giants. Go Melbourne. At the line? Yeah, at the line. Fuck GWS. They're shit. What's the line? What's the line? Oh, no, no. Go under. All right, we'll take you go GWS at the line? No. We'll just oh, take I don't the, know. We'll I just reckon Melbourne we'll might lose by less than 30. We'll take the unders in that one. Next game. Uh, moving on, we've got Adelaide versus Brisbane. So Adelaide coming off a loss, Brisbane coming off a big win. Um, Adelaide have been the giant killers this season, but um, as you said, Brisbane with the ins that they've got, especially if um, Neil gets cleared as well, their midfield is um, absolutely elite. You'd probably tip Brisbane. I'll tip Brisbane as well. No market up for this on sports, but obviously the game in doubt over there at Adelaide Oval. It's um, been moved to, yeah, all teams are in Victoria. Have yeah. they? All yeah. teams are officially in Victoria. Sportsy lifted game. No market out for it yet. Brood. Yep. You getting a market, Maz, or not? Um, it's a negative. So I'm going to have to just, just have to just skip that game. Simple. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll move There's on. There's no to way Adelaide wins this game. So, but we'll skip it for now. What do you reckon the line would be? Surely it'd be 40, 50 points. Oh, no. no, no, no. no. But maybe 30. Four or five goals, probably. Yeah. I'll take Brisbane then. Oh, no, I'd, I'd probably. Yeah, probably five or six. Probably not four or anyway, five. We can't bet on it, so let's <laughs> yeah, move on. Move on. Yeah, move on. Uh, next game, we have uh, Frio versus the Blue Baggers. Uh, as you said, pretty sure this one's going to be in Melbourne as well. Um,. What have we got on the bet? This one. No market as well. No market as well. So, <laughs> how, uh, any, uh, this game's being played at GMHBA Stadium either Saturday night or Sunday afternoon. And considering um, that us blue supporters, uh, blue supporters aren't painted on, myself and Don't Be Sars will be taking a trip down the surf coast into Geelong and we will be supporting the Blues at GMHBA Stadium this weekend. Make uh, absolutely no doubt about that. Are you tipping, Mazel? Probably tip the Blues, though. That's a whitewash. And that's it. It's the Blue Boys this week. Two on the trot. Not sure if we've done it this year, but it's happening this weekend. Um, it's going to be a good game down there, uh, down the surf coast. I'm a big fan of Geelong. Love Geelong. I actually rate Geelong more than Melbourne. Spent a lot of my junior years growing up in Geelong on the weekends. Um, love the area. Um, it's a great place. It's a great place to grow up. And, um, yeah, spent a lot of time down there as a junior. Enjoy the weekend down there. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Be doing some fishing down there. Shout out to Jeremy Cameron, the outdoor athlete. Shout out to Paddy Dangerfield down there in Moggs Creek. And uh, shout out to Aaron Habgood uh, from Salt God. Obviously a big angler. <laughs> you shout out. Shout out to Bashar Hooley. Obviously catching the tuna during the week as well. And obviously, um, big fish. I'm not sure if you know uh, your man, uh, Kale Hooker. Uh, he's a big um, freshwater fisherman. Trout. Loves trout. Loves trout. Lewis loves rainbows. Loves them. Uh, big fat brownies. Maybe some brownies. Actually. I don't know what colour trout, but I know he loves fresh water fishing. So rainbow. shout out. I don't think he's gotten one this year. Big shout out to Kale. Keep, keep it going. A few snags this year for On Kale. Kale. Uh, On to the next matchup. We've got the, uh, the Hawks versus Port Adelaide. So we've got Hawks $3.34 against Port 133. Uh, Port's going in as favourites. Uh, line at 19 and a half. Um, probably, as you said, Hawks have been that inconsistent 
team this year that's upset a few guys. But um, Port Flat Track Bullies, they'll get it done. All yeah, right. I, I feel that I feel, feel the same way. I reckon Port will get it done. Port uh, of the win and Port at the line there. Probably another whitewash. What do you reckon, Cream? Port Adelaide for mine. Hawthorne look all right though. Right, what Hawthorne's been yeah. doing the last few weeks, but uh, Port Adelaide for mine, especially in the rebuild phase, they've um, yeah pulled out some good with uh, Clark over there. No mark surprise. from Tim O'Brien over the weekend, by the way. Special, what an absolute hanger! What a fucking hanger! Contender, there's been a few good marks this year. Contender, I think it's going to be hard to top Jack Rewell. Uh, Jack Rewell, yeah, 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 yeah. But, going, uh, going that, back to the pack. That's a contender for sure. Uh, moving on, Sunday slate kicks off with Sydney versus West Coast down at. GMHBA Stadium. Um, Sydney. Oh, we've got some breaking news. We've got a stat that's just come across the table. Um, we've got a stat here, and that is that Sydney has won three of its last four games down at Cadinia Park, GMHBA Stadium. Three of their last four against the Cats there. West Coast has not won at GMHBA in its last four outings there. Adam Simpson has never won a game at Cadinia Park as the coach. It's Sydney for mine in an upset. I don't know what the odds are. Sydney favourites at a dollar eighty four. Fuck well, well it's yeah. Sydney for mine. I'm gonna take Sydney one to thirty nine. Like it. West Coast definitely need to bounce back this week after getting um yeah done by uh thingo there. That that'll be a tough white wash there. So I'll I'll probably go the Eagles in um what looks to be an upset with the yeah the line being yeah it's gonna be a tight one. Crowd is not happy about that. It's a tough crowd here, but uh, yeah. Uh, moving on, Collingwood versus St Kilda at the G Sunday afternoon. Um, Saints coming off a big win, obviously on the Friday night against the Tigers. Collingwood disappointing loss against Freo. Uh, Collingwood coming in favourites here at a dollar eighty three. Line is at two and a half. Points. Don't know why. I like St Kilda. I like Saints as well. Probably the first time Probably. I've seen him in two months. Let's just go St Kilda one to thirty nine or something. St Kilda one to thirty nine. Lock it in. I won't be agreeing with that. Oh wait, you're in the prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um. We're not painted on either, and we are out here, but, you know. <laughs> it's a pleasure of having activity, um, access to the uh, audio board. So, it is, it is what it is, but nah, Pies, um, as you said, we'll be, um, we'll be lucky to get a win this week. You're you bouncing back. You're back in your bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck to Brad Hill. Um, rounding out the week here, I'm not sure what their favourites, Collingwood. Neither do I. But anyway, they'll probably they'll probably get it done. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a tight line. St Kilda did they not? Yeah, they just and came Colin off just beating Richmond. Would have looked alright. We came off a loss. It's a Freeman alone. Yeah, it's interesting odds that. Interesting odds. So anyway, we've already locked in the Sanders there. Uh, moving on, final game of the round. Probably going to be a snooze first for all. We've got the Dogs up against North. Dogs coming at a dollar oh four favorites. Any of y'all want to take a guess what the line is? Forty points. Uh, Can't be more than that. Ten goals. Sixty. Split the difference. 50, 50 points. Under. I'm taking I'm taking north with the points here. Yeah. 50 points for a game of AFL is just too much. I'm sorry. Absolutely. North's been okay as well. They just come off when he gets going. I think uh, the market's all fucked up with sports bet this week. Uh, not not a big betting man, but that just seems wrong. And so does the Collingwood favoritism odds. Anyway, we're going to take... But you did say Snooze Fest there. Um, snooze Fest, if you're not following it, Incredibly hard. I have a few Bulldogs players and a few North. Well, we're all here for the one reason. That's super coach related. Now, I've got I've got Bulldogs and North Melbourne stocks. Um, so I'm going wa- to be watching this game closely at 4:40 on the Sunday evening. Make no doubt about that. 
and I'll be looking to get some good North Melbourne stocks. My man Jack Zebel there, a few cheap, cheap touches. Let's fucking go. see how it goes. What's the give us a recap of the multi, Steve? Multi, we have Richmond at the line, Dons at the line, Unders in the Melbourne GWS game, Port at the line, Sydney to win one to thirty nine, St Kilda to win one to thirty nine, and North at the line. Twenty on it returns is thirty five hundred. <laughs> That's uh, that's Thanks, post multi nice. madness. Um, if that gets up, you know what we're buying next week. Oh, it'll be up and about. Shitload of baggies. Um, See you next week. That was yeah. yeah. <laughs> match and um, post multi madness. We're going to launch into our caller uh, of the week. Um, have I printed you off the notes there? Yeah, I have. So I'll give this by call again. Late notice. Um, a little bit unorganized with the callers and stuff of late. There's just been. There's been a lot going on everywhere. Been Life, a big week. Work-related. It's just a busy time of year. Um, but uh, no doubt this bloke will have something to say. message. I knew that was going to happen. I called the wrong number. Um, apologies. Let's try that again. Hello. Yeah, hello. Uh, look, I'll be honest with you. I didn't, didn't write up an intro for you. Um, I don't think words are going to do this uh, this guest coach any justice anyway. Uh, he's, abs- he's, he's absolutely no doubt the biggest name in the league. There is, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, not going to pump it up anymore. Uh, I haven't got your intro track for you, mate, because you sent it in too late, but I'm going to play you something anyway. Um, talking to coach of Blue A, uh, Marcus Gleave. Good to have you on, Marcus. Welcome, Blue Ayer. I'm here, mate. It's actually Chriso's um, Chriso's intro track, so I'm not sure what he's going to have to say about that. But um, yeah, your track came through a little no, bit. I'll, um, just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just have to drop him again, won't I? <laughs> That's it. A bit of Rasputin. <laughs> You'd be happy with that. How, yeah, how are you travelling over there? We've got the pr- got uh, for anyone tuned in uh, in the last five seconds. We've got the Prince of Perth on the airways, Marcus Gleave. Um, how's things over there in the lockdown, Marcus? First of all. First, no, first of all, first of all, actually, how are you going? Right. Yeah, no, I'm going well, eh? No, I'm going pretty good. Just um, knocked off work after a 10-hour day, so no, I'm going good, eh? So fucking, uh, apart from my footy career, which is looking pretty damp at the moment, I'm looking at one more yellow, one more yellow card away from a one-week suspension. I'm sure it's, you, know, you can remember what I told you about my yellow card if it's on the weekend, can't you? Can we... Um, Please elaborate, Marcus. Yeah. We're, I'm not aware. Neither am I. Say that again? First of all, you're speaking to Mr. Untouchable, Dr. Chronic, and our in-house guest tonight, Coach of the Blazers, the original Matty Roach, straight-up lounge, and we got Maz. Oh, Maz, what's going on, bro? Hey, mate. Good, mate. How, how are we down there, Glee? We going all right? Yeah, good, bro. Good, good. Just fucking actually just uh, put a picture in your head here, just in a towel at the moment. I've just been doing through a photo, just got out of the shower. Love that. So, yeah, that up yeah. the you got the robe? You got a robe happening? Yeah, no, no, I don't have a robe. I've just got the towel, just you know, one, one, you know, one part, the towel over one shoulder, and you know, the other arm up on the phone, just looking at this fucking six pack that I've gained while I've been over here. Sounds, yeah, uh, no, what's going on, boys? How, sound, how are you guys? Sounds pretty tight. Oh well, uh, mate, still breathing down here. You in lockdown up there? No, no, no. So where I am, so uh, Mr. McGowan, as he was fucking brought. 
calves across the airways last week. But I can't simo. Fuck him. Um, yeah, no, he's got a really happening. He's fucking plenty. He's fucking fuel regions. has been affected by the lockdown, so. That's not actually actually a pure region. So, yeah, it doesn't just affect us. You can't get up to Perth, but there's not really much up in Perth anyway. That's great. So do you want to quickly tell us about, just quickly, um, appreciate you jumping on board as well, Mark. Do you want to quickly tell us about your yellow card? So obviously you're a skipper down there is what we're hearing uh, across the desk uh, through a couple no, of people. No, that was, that, 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 was, that was one week. That was one week. Now you regards to my brother continuously mouthing off on the pod last week. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck did you... Very, that. very vocal. You know what? The only thing that he didn't mention last week on the pod that he forgot to mention was that, in fact, I had actually, um, with the waivers last week, who was my first pick? Oh, yeah, Sam Reed. Second in line, I had Dersma lined up for my second pick, but I messaged him privately and I said, oh, Brendan, I just I asked him, who are you taking on the waivers this week? And it was Monday night and he's like, oh, fuck, forgot, didn't fucking, you know, fucking completely forgot about it, haven't had a look yet. Like, come on, you're fucking third on the ladder and you're forgetting about the waivers, what the fuck? So I fucking, so I said to him, oh, yeah, Dersma's second in line for me, but I'm happy to, like, you know, cancel or whatever and you, you, you should take him because he's back in one to two weeks. So I did a good bloke thing and fucking gave him Dersma pretty much and he fucking badmouthed me all last week. <laughs> Brotherly love, I love. Yeah, but uh, in regards to um, yeah, my yellow card on the weekend. So um, obviously, Dean, you know, you put a bit of colour, bit of colour through my hair, which is slowly fading out. I had a, a fella kick the goal um, last week, and he was probably about forty metres away from me. I was forty metres away from him after the play. He decided just to run up to me of all people and bump me on the back, pat me on the hair, and say, "Nice hair, mate." And I. I proceed to say, what are you, you gay? Do you usually judge blokes, you fucking pushed up? <laughs> um, and then the umpire turns around and goes, righto, mate, yellow card, you're off. He goes, that language is not acceptable these days and you'll be lucky to be playing next week. I, and I, know. I, came, I, came, I came off the ground and I wanted to borderline cry. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, how can you actually get sent off for that? But, I, co- I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess some blokes like in different areas, don't they? I completely agree with that umpire's cur- uh, call. I'd, massive, I'd, massive, sh- massive shout out. Massive shout out when you put it out there, too. <laughs> I don't um we don't we here at the draft legends or me anyway, especially definitely don't condone That's probably shout out of the year. It won't be going to the nomination basket. That's uh, I'm a big uh, advocate of not condoning homophobic slurs, so I don't appreciate that at all. Twenty twenty one Marcus. You deserved a red Marcus to be honest with you. Um you make me laugh, not your comments. Yeah, don't appreciate that comment. But anyway, move on. Um, I want to get to anyway, Supercoach Marcus. Have a chat, but anyway. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, we're going to move on to uh, a situation that occurred last week with you, Marcus. Um, just be respect there, mate. Um, a veto situation occurred last week between, oh, it didn't actually occur between mine and yourself. You cancelled it out before it did, but there was some talk of a veto going down between our trades, commotion. Uh, then you went on to do a trade with Puff and Pat. Um, there was also some commotion with that. Um, the trade occurred. Uh, there was a lot of talk about veto. You were pretty vocal about the veto being uh, turfed. Um, do you want to run us through that whole quick, uh, that whole thing that occurred between everyone, real quickly? We, we, we just last week or this week included? No, last week. We'll move on to next. We'll move on to this week with the next uh, part. So just last week, mate. Just uh, our trade that didn't last occur. Week, last week. Last, yeah, last week I was um, 
Yeah, that was it. Just take a step it to is. the left if you can, Marcus. Your uh, reception's getting a little bit dicey over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have you got me? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, you got me. I was doing the first part of the year. Um, yeah, the one last week. So, yeah, I came to you today with, um, you know, I came to you last week with wanting fucking, you know, three finest um, interviews with Michael Walters. I wanted him on you for quite a while. Um, and Wings, like Wings, really amazing at for um, you know, we had some good conversation. Conversation. I'm sure that trade. I'm sure that trade didn't get. Your yeah, reception's breaking up, Marcus. <laughs> Must be a Vodafone. Oh, God, yes, this is a this is a bad line. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah that's now. better. That's better. Yeah. Oh, this is ordinary. This is this is great. This is great party. This is, this is Keep talking. Is that better? That's a that's, little bit better. That's better. Is that better? Are, are you able to get on Mark's phone by any chance? Is Mark McGowan? Is Mark McGowan around with his um, good service? Uh-huh. Mark McGowan's phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is ordinary. Who's, who's your telco over there, Mark? Who's your telco, who are you running over there, mate? Optus, really Vodafone. What? He's on fucking three. <laughs> Message hasn't got through. We're going to have to pull the pin on this call. Have okay. you got me now? Yeah, yeah now that's better. Got, yeah. There we go. Have you got me? Yeah, yeah that's better. Have you got me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you that's got me now? Got you as clear as a, uh, clear as a crack pipe, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not very clear, is it? It's not very clear. Very clear. No, nah, yes. Yeah, so we, we, we were talking about the trade from last week. Yeah, just real quickly touch on, or not so much the trade. Just the. I, I want to really more hear about the veto. You obviously had an issue with the veto. Um, no, I'm thought? always fucking. It's just, look, we're all staring with the veto. I'm at a point now. Where I'm ready to not participate in the competition next year, well, providing I'm not kicked out. Like you know, what is like the, what kept off the veto was the one that happened today. Like the veto, yeah, fair enough. Like my one with Banty, but like, how did Yo and Darcy Byrne Jones not get through? Like, give fucking give Banty a go. He's had an absolute shit fight all year with all these injuries that he's copped. Like the bloke actually like wants players. Like he's actually putting up trades, not for the better of anyone get anyone else getting better. Like he actually wants certain players. Like I am just not about the veto. Never have been and never will be. I've not vetoed one single trade. Here. It's Mayo. <laughs> that's not Mayo. That's not, that's, that's not Mayo. I was ready to actually veto the McBeans one today because I know that he was the person that first fucking vetoed my one yesterday with Raoul and Rankin. That's, that, that, like that, that. that's cheap from a bloke that's involved in the trade that you see a perfectly fair trade and you're just going to do it. There's a bit of. You know, spite bit, of, bit of spite, backlash veto. I don't rate that, especially if that's going to be your first veto of the year. <laughs> you fucking, did, fucking serious or what? Did you veto? I'm, I'm involved in did the trade. What, what the fuck would I veto? <laughs> 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 no, mate. Did no, you no, veto my, no. my trade? 
I did. What? No, the no, Rankin no. one. Yours, yours didn't. Yours was already um, blocked by the time I saw. I had to scroll up on the um, on the chat oh, to even realize. Oh, so your you take oh, on veto, shit. Marcus. Your take on veto in a summary from last week. You're not about it, right? No, I'm not about it. Uh, I'm just not about. I'm not about. I'm not about the veto. I just don't like it. That's my personal opinion. But yeah, I can understand. Look, at the end of the day, I can understand Raul and Rankin not getting through. Like I can, which is why, like with me and Banshee, like I approached Bandy because I seen he had Raul on his bench, and I'm like, oh, hello. I mean, and, I, and I popped up to him and I said, oh, what do you want for Raul? What do you want for Matt Raul? And he said, I need a forward. And I said, I'll suck my team because mind you, I've got fucking that good forwards to pick from, don't I? So fucking, I said to him, I said, and then he came back and he goes, Rankin or Stevenson and like anyone would in my shoes they would say oh yeah have the lesser forward so I said oh yeah take Rankin so you know and I just thought you know I thought it might get through but obviously it didn't <laughs> I thought you know it had I thought it was 1pm yesterday um, my time so 3 o'clock your guys time it had uh, 4 blocks I'm like oh yeah this, this might get there this has got 6 hours to go it actually might get there and then I'm sitting there on the couch last night it would be um, 8.45 your guys' time, sitting there on my phone, refreshing, refreshing, and then you fucking idiot Mr. Untouchables. I'm sorry if that hurts. You decide to post in the group. When it's got six out of seven blocks with five minutes to go, you decide to say who's going to block this. Yeah, I just wasn't going to let it slip through to the keeper, Marcus, considering our our one didn't get slipped through to the keeper last week. But I just... Okay, so, yeah, fair enough. But who was a good bloke yesterday? And actually, when you... Who was a good bloke yesterday, right, and said to you when you're like, oh, where's, where's your source from? Who do I get my source from for my injuries? Right? And it, well, I told you. I told you where I got it from. That's a good bloke. Get on the gear. He doesn't tell anyone where he gets his intel no, from. No, because he has legitimate sources. When, you, when I asked you, I just wanted to read up on um, the internet, but um, when you posted that thing, I legitimately thought you were posting me some sort of porn website or something. That's why I said you cannot be serious. No, I'm posting. I was talking to you, Roto Wire. Come on, Spittles, you know about Roto Wire. Oh, let's go. Best injury news in the game. I don't know. It looked um, it looked fishy, so I didn't click into it. I thought you may be linking me some sort of porn porn spam. I can do that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that off. Um, that probably that probably cancels out our next question about. Oh no! Yeah, someone can ask about that about today's. You want to say something about the relodging? Yeah. What was the thoughts behind that? I know, you, I know you weren't happy about it, Maz. What was that? What were thoughts about what, sorry? Uh, Marcus re-lodging no. that trade today. Oh, um, After it already got Vito. Yeah. <laughs> a trade like that, it's, um, yeah, it's ballsy to try to think it'll slip through the keeper thought, a, thought, a second time. Yeah, I thought people might have seen it a second time and just thought, I can't be fucked blocking this and he's bullshit again. And to be fair, it did last longer than the first one. So, um, yeah. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, did it, it didn't. Did it not? No, no, it did. The first one lasted 23 hours and oh, 55 yeah, no, it minutes. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't mind knowing who was the Cook stamp out. on that one. Yeah, yeah well, oh, trust me. I, I know my time. I reckon I, I reckon I know. So you said yeah, before, you said before that you were almost certain McBeams was number one? Yeah, I know you were involved because you admitted it. I was, I was fourth. I was the fourth stamp. And how do you know? Oh, can you see who vetoed it? Nah, you, you know when it pops up, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, votes no, are blocked. I, yeah, yeah, I was um, the fourth one. I reckon, someone I'd someone may be I reckon, able to say. I reckon Don't Be Sards was one. Um, I reckon Burnt to a Crisp was another one. Um, I'm going to say fucking... I can get on the gear, was another one. I'm going to say that... So I know Puff and Pat wasn't. 
No problem. Oh, Schmoey definitely was. <laughs> Schmoey definitely yeah. was. He's a threat this week. Costa, you were one. I don't think Schmoey knows how to open up the trade center. Costa, you were one. You were definitely one. Was there any chance Hodges' kids was one? Oh, too far. That's <laughs> 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 uh, good. Obviously, you've lodged a Stevenson trade as well, so that looks like it's probably going to get through. I think that's pretty a little bit. Yeah, I, honestly, I fucking I need it because like Josh Caddy, like that guy, like seriously, I've been fucked over in that trade. That was one trade too many that I did. Oh, like, that was one trade. No, I can happily admit that now. From your mistakes, have you? That trade. So can, can I actually yeah, get a whatever. confirmation before that? So you, Caddy was the linchpin in the trade last week, was he? Yeah, Jake, well, I know I said last week that Pato sold it to me with fucking him saying that Hardwick said he isn't going anywhere and he hasn't got a game the last two weeks. That's, that's a good <laughs> bit of business there by Puff and Pat. Nah, but in fairness, he did say it after the trade was done. But, yeah, I think I just charged it. Yeah, it was one too many trades I did last week. But, yeah, look, Josh Caddy isn't playing this week. Noah Anderson's out. So I really need that trade to get through. So people listening, please don't go and fucking block it. And make my <laughs> life no, I think it's a fair trade. I think it'll is. get through, Marcus. It, 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 it is a fair trade. And can I get a confirmation that you actually did veto what you thought was a fair trade in between me and Mick Beams today? Did you... No, I never vetoed it. I haven't vetoed. I haven't vetoed a trade okay. once okay. Like, at all. Print screen and get up okay. on the socials, please, Marcus, to confirm. <laughs> anyway, has the pod been so far? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, good, mate. Good. Yes, business as usual over here. Wednesday night, nine o'clock on the dot. Let's yeah. keep it rolling. Bit so, Marcus, too. last question, mate. Tell us all where does your season go from here? You've been you've been making moves. You've been trying to acquire. How does it end up? Ask me next week. So this is a make or break week. You caught corn on the record. This is this is, a, this is a make or break week. Like this is a make or break week. Whoever wins, whoever whoever wins this week plays finals. Who have you got? I got Schmoey superstars. This is a game. Oh, isn't they're it? both on twenty eight points. Okay. I think he's still in it. To this, be honest, I think I think he's on the early. This is crop. a game this week. If, so you think whoever plays who wins this plays finals? Yeah, that's what I'm calling. Like, I think the I think the I think the ego and the motivation, whoever like the person that wins this, like I think I think they're going to run. Start, and whoever wins, like whoever wins this, might go all the way. Like they might go Ooh. all the way. Like, See, Maz has so got Maz has got the pen and paper up. He's going through the matchup. He's like. Oh, I wish I had the camera out right now. He's like, ooh, like that's his facial expressions nah, anyway. No, nah, maybe not. Maybe not all the way. It's a bit too far. But like, if, if Shane Mumford can just stay on the park, like I know that's hard for him to <laughs> that, do. That um, ship has so. sailed, hasn't it? Surely. <laughs> that's just like the big sausage. Just like, wow. He just can't. He can't stay on the park. So I'm, you know, I'm playing with an emergency constantly with him, and I'm just scraping through. Like the last three, last four weeks, like apart from the loss to you, Pop, like I've. I've genuinely scraped through. So, I mean, my team's only scored over a thousand twice, but when my team is, I mean, if my team plays good, my like the players on my team, you know, do something, like I could be a threat. I think everyone's in the same boat, to be honest. Well, you asked me a question, I'm answering it in the best way possible. (laughs) Kids are happy about it. Marcus, on that note, on that, on that note, on that note, Marcus, um, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Uh, we're running a little bit late on pod time. Uh, apologies for the late call up, but um, really appreciate no, you jumping right. on board. Um, thanks for getting some decent reception. 
maybe upgrade your telecom over yeah, there. Yeah, um, so can we get a confirmation <laughs> on who your telco is with at the moment, Marcus? Who are you running? Nah, it, it's, uh, it's with Telstra because that incident the other week with my phone getting stolen off with Vodafone. So I would get a blessing because people said he'd go with Telstra because it's the only – you can get reception everywhere in WA. So hats off to Mark McGowan for his towers. Still on prepaid or – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a barb. That's a barb. That's a barb. Barbara Streisand. Um, we've got a guest for you, Marcus. We've got a, a special guest. guest. Fuck, who do I owe? <laughs> well, you're still owe me, you fuckwit. <laughs> no, shoot, I was from, on, bro. from round two, Carlton Collingwood, I think. I oh, yeah, yeah, who won that, eh? Yeah, well... I lost on both accounts because uh, I paid for your night and Carlton still fucking lost. So, yeah. You, you <laughs> yeah, well, I got, got, I got you a route. I guess you got yourself one. But... Yeah, yeah, don't take that credit for <laughs> me, you dog. Ooh, that one's close <laughs> to Mark's heart there. there. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Fucking hell. Yeah, oh, hey, stop riding in the mailbag. Fucking in my name, you cocksucker. Did you read out the one from Minster tonight? That oh, was a pretty good one. I haven't heard any of the mailbags. I just know that I keep getting a mention. Yeah. Uh, no, you haven't got one this week. You haven't got one this week, though, but it seems like you want to get on the pod and lip off. Well, I guess you'll be riding again <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah, it looks like you might have a mystery one next week, I reckon. I think I do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, good to Thanks talk for to you, your bro. time, Bluey. Appreciate it, mate. Watch Blue. the language on the footy field as well. All right, no more yellow cards. <laughs> yeah, cheers, bro. Yeah, Speaking... shout out to all people that are into whatever. Like, <laughs> good, good to hear from you, Marcus. Speaking with Blue A, the Prince of Perth, Marcus Gleave. Uh, he's on a roll. He's coming hot into the final series. Best luck for the rest of you, Marcus. Thanks, boys. Swear she's perfect tomorrow, Marcus. Let's go. Oh, yeah, true. Let's Actually, go. Yeah, break one number fucking... Break one number 11, I think it is. Blown yeah, out to 81 bucks on, on the tote. $81. Top tote, that. Is that a rough? Is that a rough? <laughs> That's a fucking rough wait, year wait, at the moment. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Before you go there, Marcus, what, what, what do we got? Race uh, one number what? So we're at... Uh, bet, Race one number 11. Is it? Race one number 11. It's my, it's uh, my, myself, Brendan, uh, Nigel Nugent, Bernie McDowell are all involved in the horse. Bendigo um, race one. Bendigo race one, number 12. Swear she's perfect. Opened up at $46, blown out to $81. Let's go. Let's get all draft yeah, legends go. in on that bet. Um, let's yeah, put a, let's have, put a, a, have a little something each way on it. Let's put 100 on the nose. How about that? Nah, each way. 18 bucks a place. Let's get it. 100 on the nose. So, I reckon that's it. Yeah, no, on the nose? Definitely. 100 on the nose. Make it 500 on the nose. 500 on the nose. Definitely going 500. Speaking of Marcus, Blue right, I appreciate your Thanks, time. Blue. Thank you very much, oh, no. Marcus. See you, lads. Take yeah, it mate. easy. Cheers. Take it easy. Oh, what, are that? what a pleasure that wasn't. <laughs> Reception was a bit rough, but we got yeah. there. You got there. No, no, it was good. Really always good to hear from Marcus. He's always good, good value. Yeah, good value, yeah. Short notice as well. That was our caller of the week. Um... Uh, it was good. It was good to hear from him. Um, but it's good to um, get to the next segment now. It's our most important segment of the show. If it wasn't for this segment, there would be no Draft Legends Week uh, League. There, it is our head-to-head matchup Let's go. of the week. Woo-hoo! Who have we got, Steve? First up, same as always, the Untouchables, twelve eighty-eight up against four twenty Blazers, eleven seventy-four. Battle of the Big Dogs, both in studio. I've got to keep with the dreamer. Eight on the trot. Keep it yeah, rolling. It's nine on the trot. Nine on the trot. Going, going for, for double going for digits. Ten. Going for ten. Don't think you've tipped me all year. Well, um, 
the was it you are called overrated? Yeah, yeah, every yeah. every single week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. do think your team's overrated personally. Yeah, cool. So that's why I'm not tipping now. Fair call. And uh, <laughs> he's, not, he's not happy about it. He's 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 I, I don't know. I don't have it. much rebuttal to say. He said, I don't want to get, you know, you can turn it into a mud fight, but he, he hasn't shown me much respect. At the end of the day, I'm still sitting fifth. Spent most of my year on the good half of the table, not the not the shit dread end. I don't no, know what there's what no you prizes. Call hey, off cuts or if you're not first, you're fucking last, mate. You may as well. Oh, if, well you finish, if you want to finish, if you want to finish, so I'm actually you're not 17th. first. You're definitely not first. So you if you make to the granny and you come second, that's just as good of a season as mine in fucking 18th place. Just uh, know that. I don't know what statistical analysis you're looking at, you man, but I'd say that <laughs> if you're not be first, a you're pretty last. fucking big guy. Now you sound like a Saints supporter. You're celebrating second, so just let's man. just fucking back it up a bit. Yeah, well, let's go back. Obviously, you're not going to tip against the man who's fucking nine on the trot. What type of fucking exactly an, an, right. analytical mind would you have? But <laughs> so who you tip? As you said, <laughs> I'm really going with myself because, <laughs> as you said, someone someone's got to call it. Someone's got to tip me, and we're fucking in the house. Shout out to fucking fifty. Let's fucking go. It's the blazers in the house. Pop your tires up, baby. Shout out Demi Lovato. Shout out Willie Rioli. Shout out the Caruso. He's here, baby. He's out here. Fresh. I see fresh. Seriously. He's blazing. He up. He's up in the house, bro. I've got to got to defend the ship here. Fuck it, I'm fucking. I'm up yeah, there. I'm up there. Absolutely. Up there. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna tip myself. Clearly, um, forget about the night on the trot thing. It's just a number at the end of the day. But um, I feel like my team's in good shape. Um, but I've had a look at your team this week, Maz. Uh, and I'm actually going to give you a little bit of credit here. I've been giving you credit since you claimed yourself as the dark horse. I'm on you as the dark horse of the comp. Um, but. Uh, I think your team, to be honest, is not overrated. Uh, I appreciate, Steve, um, you tipping me, first of all. But um, I've had a look at your team, Maz. Uh, ultimate respect to you this week. It's a tough matchup. You've got some big ins. You've got that Zebel trade coming across the table. Um, this is uh, my toughest matchup in the, of the last nine weeks. Um, it'll take a really good uh, game from the Untouchables to get over the line here. Love the shield change. Love what you're about. Love what you represent. Um, love that you're out here. Love that you're our guest coach tonight. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup this week. All the best for the matchup this week. Um, it, it's my toughest matchup of the last 10 weeks. If I can get the job done, it'll be a good win. Uh, best of luck. I'll shake on that. Cheers. Good man. Appreciate Shout it. Out. Good luck. Good, uh, I'm pulling out good ethics. I'm pulling out all, uh, all I can with the shield changes, making trades, making moves. As you said, you know. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the Kaleidoscope Shield, but um, there is just something about your shield. It draws me to that shield. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like Bahama spec. It's like pina coladas on the beach, lounging. It's very very tropical. Very tropical. Very hoary. Oh, I love that shield, baby. 180, baby. That's the Maz. That's the Blazers. Let's go. I love that shield, baby. We're getting it done. Birds can't sing. And I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. What a shield. Best of luck. What a, what a matchup. There's a lot of matchups here that could have been a matchup of the week. That could have been one of them. But there's uh, there's more important ones. Steve, who else we got? There is. Uh, next up, we've got... Um, Hidawana Miri's 999 up against Crystal Mick 1200. Um, it's do or die time for Slick Mick. Love to see Mick get a win here. Would love to, as you said. I'll just you, put up Hader's projections. You're not tipping me, obviously. You're not no, tipping. no, I'm tipping Hader. 
No, 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 no surprise. <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. No surprise. He is up against it. I just checked his side. He's going to be a couple hundred points behind in the projections before it kicks off tomorrow. Love Why that. is that? Love Why that is news. that? Are they legit projections, are they? So he's got. He's up to 10.38, so it's not much of a bump up. Um, I suppose Elliot Yo comes back in. Let's go the Crystal, you know. You go on the Crystal? Let, 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 let's go, you know. Let's Dom- get some there. Diamonds form under pressure. The Actually, crystal is under pressure. And, he's, got, um, he's got big boys. I'd love nothing back. more. Excuse me. Can you just repeat that number that you just reeled off then? Say that again. I just said that. <laughs> that was ridiculous from you. I, I, just it, said, I, I just said I'm going crystal here. Diamonds what? perform under pressure. And diamonds form under pressure. which is Diamonds perform. Form. No, diamonds perform under pressure. They do. So obviously Crystal it's mix. hard to punch it. It's hard when the pressure's applied, diamonds are hard to puncher. They're one of the most toughest objects on the planet. It's one of the most toughest And they form under pressure. So you, you that's I don't know the fucking I don't know, but they're one of the it. most toughest um uh, what's the word for minerals. It? Minerals to um like uh like punch or whatever in the world. Okay. Okay, so diamonds form under pressure. I'm going crystal Mick here. I'd love crystal to see Mick Heater get under the pressure. Loss. I don't okay. mind All that. we okay. hear about every week is Heater this, okay. Heater that. Love Heater. Hate Heater. Well, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Now that you're here, you want a slag on him. Oh, I'm just saying. Please, no, 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 no. Because that just him. sound like a big slag. Oh, so the floor oh. is yours, man. Here we go. Here we take... Pop gets a bit personal here when you uh, when you mention his name and thing. All I'm saying is that let's do it. I get I I get all the uh, all the disrespect as a terrible coach. Overrated this, overrated that. We're on the. I'm actually ahead on the ladder. Same points, same whatever. Not so, for much longer. I told you, you're pretending in fifth spot. Pretending, all right. So um, let's go, Crystal. As, as you said, diamonds perform form under pressure. Whatever way you want to look at it. Well, Crystal Mix getting it done one, this week. You're the one with the statement. Sucks shit to heat. Although he will be up and about <laughs> with England uh, getting over Germany in the Euros this week. So Turn he'll be on. happy in another way. Can't there you go, Hater Maz, the fucking dog. Um, <laughs> no respect. Fuck, suck his dick. Roll, seriously. Roll with it. Anyway, fucking, I'm sick of just it. hearing it every roll week. Carrying it. on. Well, you'll fucking hear it for five more <laughs> fucking weeks, <laughs> alright? So go, shut the fuck go, up. Go, I told bang. you all round fucking five. It's happening. <laughs> Fucking get with Let's it, all right? Go. All right, so I'm going to get my crack at it. Um, I love Crystal Mick, what he's about at the moment. Um, obviously, coming up against him last week, it was a it was a fucking serious hit out. It was a tough matchup. He um, he probably had me measure for the majority of the weekend, but um, just slipped away in the end. But in saying that, um, in the matchup of the week last week, I tipped Don't Be Sards. Uh, sorry, excuse me. I tipped Hita Wanamiri's on the airwaves. Uh, that night, uh, on the socials, I retracted my tip and went against Hita Wanamiri's and tipped the Sards. Uh, I panic, I panic changed. Um, I just thought about it. And I thought, fuck the Sards. You know, I thought his team was looking pretty well with a few few ins. So I went back, retracted my comment, tipped the Sards. But I said on the socials that if uh, the if the, the the other coach that I've tipped against um, proves me wrong this week, I won't tip against him for the rest of the year. Um, so I simply cannot tip against Hita Wanamiri's this this week. But in saying that, I will again retract that tip for the rest of the year. If he loses this week to Crystal Mick, I'll tip against him the week after. So you're going back I'm on going, the word? I'm going Hita Wanamiri's this week. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going Hita Wanamiri's this week. But if he loses, not I won't be backing him again for the year. That's a fair call. So he needs to prove me right this week to keep tipping him. But I'll tip him this week. Tell you what it is. It is a big matchup for you and Ada, seriously. That's what I mean. It's, it's a, a bit of a points. long jam. No, it is. You it know is. what I mean? No, I'm not looking at the ladder now, it is. saying, 
you know, obviously you want the people around you not to be fucking doing better than you. And this could, you know this what could, I mean? this could be there. Cool. There's been, been a lot of traction around Sounds here. Sounds like a semi-apology, to be honest. Honestly, uh, this, uh, just looking, scanning through these. Sounds like an apology. No apologies well, are here. Apologizing, are you justifying? Or it sounds you, like uh, you're apologising. Well, it sounded like I was getting a little <laughs> bit of good energy from <laughs> you there. <laughs> you were. You were. You were. You were apologising. I thought we were having a mutual... Like, we were. You, you we just were. looked at the ladder. Oh, you realised Maz is giving him a bit of heat because he's there. That makes a bit of sense. Oh, it's, a like, big, okay, it's a big matchup. Two mans is looking at the he's stats. A bo- I'm he's a both on 32 points. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's big. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, I get a win. He doesn't. That's a big turnaround, you know. It's good. It's good. How about you? Tomato, sort this one out after the after the show, boys. Because this, I'm, I'm just looking at out. this. I'm looking at this. This is one of the one of the rounds of the year. Dead set. Those first two games, and then the third one, and then all the ones following. Boys, you're in for a treat this round. This is matchups galore. We've got the Untouchables 420 Blazer. We've got Heater One Amiri's Crystal Mick. Both big games in the context of the season. Who have we got next? This this in this, any other week would be the matchup of the week. But who big. have we got here? This is big. Get on the Geary, 1382 projection up against wow. Nigel Noonga, 1123. First v third, both on 44 points. Wow. This is to go clear tight. They are the only two teams that have had the top spot all year, just about. In any other week, this is the matchup of the week. Has to be. It, it is the matchup of the week. It's just finals coming up in that. There's a lot to play below them. But this is a huge fucking game. We have top of table get on the Geary against the Kaleidoscope, the mastermind, Nigel Noonga. What a it's fucking big, matchup! It's big. It's absolutely. Who massive. do we tip? Who are you all taking? I'm taking Nodrunga. I'm taking the kaleidoscope. I'm taking the lot kaleidoscope. Simple. He's a mastermind. I just said it's pretty easy to go with get on the gear any single week. Those healthy projections. He does it week to week. But Nunga's coming off a win off me last week. Coming off probably one of the better intro tracks you've ever seen. Coming in, I'm going to go with the Nungas here. I'm going with the kaleidoscope. I'm, I'm gonna have to go against the grain here. That projection, the healthy projection, only fourteen hundred yeah, projections. That's right. I like that. It was easy. I like it's, that. It's just it's, it's too healthy. It's, it's too healthy. It's far too healthy. Um, obviously, no one expecting possibly any timeline on Caniglio coming back. One week. One week. So one stiff not to get that, him back yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. That, that one there. Uh, Danger needs to lift for him, but just with his team, get on the Geary Zorko in form. Yeah, absolute. Just gonna have to tip. Can't look past him this there's, week. There's no reason to be tipping against get on the Geary. He's top of table. Yeah. He's projected thirteen eighty two. He's fucking four, four and one in the last five. He's on. He's in form. There's no reason to tip against him. No, that's what I mean. It's very hard to. The only reason to is if he's up against an Unger just, or I love the heavyweight. I, I love that shield. I love that shield. Yeah, I'm on him. Yeah. Who we, got, who we got next? There's another big this matchup. Is, this just the, this is a big. fucking heavyweight matchup. Healthy projections. We've got Scribe uh, projected 12.58 against Puff and Pat, the notorious 11.86. Um, season-defying uh, game for Puff and Pat. Uh, obviously, on season on the line. Another big week for Scribe. Uh, what do we think here, boys? I'll jump in first. If Scribe wins this, he locks in a top four spot. You'd say so with the he does. that we've got. Yeah. yeah, he locks in the top four spot pending some other results, but I think if he wins this, he locks in the top four spot. Puff and Pat season on the line. In any other week, this is also a head-to-head matchup of the week. Uh, I, I'm taking a uh, apologize, Scribe. Big, big, you're obviously a big friend of mine, big friend of the podcast. Uh, you're our man here. You're our first in-house guest. But this week, uh, I do apologize, my bro, but this week I have to take our number one mailbagger, um, he's hot right now in my books. The notorious 2P, just off that mail and season on the line stuff. And uh, I know he's been copping some abuse uh, from myself and from others. Um, he's he's His role has begun. His role to the finals has begun, and I take 2P this week. Maz, you got? 
I'm probably, as you said, tight one. I think it's going to come down to definitely probably within 50, 100 points. Uh, I'm probably going to puff and pat. After that mail, it's going to be hard. I can't, I can't tip against him. I'm going puff and pat here. Once again, I'm going against the ground. I'm sticking with a man in form, back in the form, back in the ladder position, back in the projection. Scrub too strong here. That's fair enough. It's a great another match to watch. They're all fucking, they're all finger yep. clickers, these ones. This is a lovely yep. drop, by the way, Maz. It's a great drop. Pino. My Cheers, Cheers to that. Who, have we, who have we got the next one there, Maz? Um, another, another one for mine. Another head-to-head matchup of the week yeah. contender. So before Very, we start this, I'll actually continue the matchup and then I'll speak. I was going to say um, we've got Pops and Orgs, uh active on the on the shield change, uh, might I add, uh, up against Lacos. Uh, Pops and Orgs projected 12.40. Lacos projected 12.14. Some healthy projections for... Um, yeah, the, the rivalry Couple down there. Couple of dwellers. Yep. This here is... Mark my words, the loser of this matchup will win the wooden spoon. Absolutely no doubt about it. The loser will win the wooden spoon. A lot on the line, eight-point matchup, probably the biggest game of my, my year. And in saying that, who you got, Pop? Represent. Oh, no. Check it. Fucking bad. It is popping in here right now. Let's go, baby. Wow, just freestyling up there. track. Absolute cameo from there. I don't know after that track anyone tips against me, but I'll be taking myself in that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, it's, uh, as you said, it's an eight-point game. The loser takes the spoon. I said the same thing to Lacos today. There's only one way to go about this, and it's purely almost because I want to hear this track again. Represent it's a big motherfucking pops nose climbing off the bottom. Check it. Biggie Smalls is the way you say I'm pussy. I dare you to stick your dick in this. If I was pussy, I'd be filled with syphilis. Herpes, gondorrhea, chlamydia, getting rid of you. Got it locked like the pump smokes, baby. Yeah, I think it's going to be a whitewash this week. I think pop smokes will be be too strong. Have to go with the nugs there. This is lack of season and wooden spoon tied up. This is big. The next one, uh, another one, potential head-to-head matchup of the week, maybe on the lower end of the scale, but we have a we have a shield clash. Oh, massive Ooh. clash! We've got uh, the bench warmers uh, against the baggies. Bench warmers projected eleven nineteen versus the baggies eleven eighty four. First shield uh, clash. First shield clash. It's slightly uh, different both though. Six, both six and nine sitting on twenty four points. Slightly you say, different. You say they reverse the colours. Black. The black outline. The white outline. The black. Yes. Yeah, okay. You say. Bit happening. I but think Bans looks a bit more crispier. I think Bans is crispier as well. It's um, yeah, but lots it's of poke de- holes. But anyway, yeah. it's definitely um, it's definitely a jersey clash though. Yeah, a bit of a clash. There's another eight pointer. Absolutely, Big. it is. Winner, winner keeps their finals chance light. Loser goes home. Loser may as well quit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That was Marx's it's just a tough one. I'm out of league, potentially. Yeah, well, that's Calling a spot that. freed up. That's <laughs> nice. That helps with the decathlon at the end of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who have we got here, boys? It's a big game. Very big game. Uh, I'm going to go with... The Baggies does need a bounce back here, but, um, yeah, I've got no reason to give him any respect. I'm going to go bounce bench warmers. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Steve? This is purely shield-related. Due to the crispier <laughs> shield, I will be taking bench warmers there. 
<laughs> to keep his season alive. Big acquisition this week. Stevenson coming in, showing up that forward line for him. Let's go. Fucking oath. Um I love I love what Bant's doing off the ta- off the table at the moment. Or on the table. I'm not sure if it's on or off, but I love what he's doing at the moment uh, in terms of working his team. But I've said it in the past, and I'll say it again, I will not be tipping Bant's bench warmers this year until he changes his team name. And that goes for seasons following. It's uh, the baggies to keep his season alive this week. There we go. There we go. Big game. Bring it home, Dreamer. There's, uh, there's two more games here. Uh, again, this one could be a head-to-head matchup of the week. There's no doubt about it. Um, this bloke here uh, needs to win to keep his season alive. Um, if he loses, it's it's uh, season done. Look on to 2022. It's McBeam's 10.57 up against the bloke trying to secure his spot in the top eight there in Burnt Hill Crisp in 12.21. It's another big fucking matchup. Who have we got? Burnt Hill Crisp, too strong at the moment in as far as uh, form goes, but uh, past performance is not a future indicator of future performance. So I feel that's an ad. <laughs> it's an ad. Yeah. C-Bus? Yeah, yeah it, something like that. Nice oh, try. Nice try. Yeah, it's but, clean, uh, though. It's clean. It is clean. clean. It did roll off the top. Oh, right. yes. I'm, uh, I'm going to go burn to a crisp. Um, sorry, McBeams. Um, shout out, gentlemen, to work to with on the trade table. Hopefully that one gets through. But, um, yeah, burn to a crisp, strong projection, strong form at the moment. Uh, yeah. Like it. Whitewash. Burnt to a crisp. I'm uh, I'm tipping crisp rest of the year. Is he your man? He's your dark horse, isn't he's he? He's my dark I horse feel now. It. I've, uh, I've just looked at his schedule for the upcoming weeks. He's a big shot. He's okay. a big, big chance Where does there. he finish? Sixth. Sixth, okay. Sixth. Okay. So he gets seventh spot. He takes Maz's spot in the eight. Shape. <laughs> 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 Look, I love the matchup here. Um, it's much tighter than what the projections say. McBeam's there with the 10.57 is not true. Uh, those projections are not true. Uh, the reason being he's got five injured, um, obviously, and then he obviously acquires that trade, uh, which gets him another starting spot on his field, or probably closer to 11.50 to 12.21. Um, but there's this is not a barb at all. There's just no reason for me to be taking McBeam's over Burnt or Crisp right now. Um I love what McBeams is doing, but uh, Burnt or Crisp is he's uh, four and one out of the last five. He's he's running hot. I uh, wouldn't want to be facing him in finals, as you've said, Steve. Um, he's looking good. Hopefully, he can get through that Chad Wingard injury for his sake. But uh, McBeams and Burnt or Crisp, that is an absolute head-to-head matchup to watch this week. Another another Big thumb matchup. another thumb Man. printer. Another eight pointer. Another eight point game. McBeams trying to stay alive. Burnt or Crisp trying to seal his spot up in there in that final spot. Lock it up. Uh, Controversial uh, mashup next one. This one's been called as a head-to-head matchup of the week by some on the socials. Unfortunately, didn't get the gig this week for us at the Draft Legends HQ. But um, it's no doubt about it, one of the matchups of the week. You have two of the most notoriously... Um, controversial. Controversial, lippiest blokes in the league. Uh, they both, they're the only two, basically, that get booted week to week. Uh, and that's Blue Aya versus Shmoey Superstars. We have Blue Aya 1068 versus Shmoey Superstars 1062. The the um, the projections do not really get much tighter than that, except for our next matchup. But um, again, it's an eight point game. It's an eight point Jeez, game. Both on twenty eight points. Matchup. These this is a star studded round sixteen head to head matchups. Uh, it's an eight point game. Whoever loses. Oh, I wouldn't say season over, but it's you're really behind the eight ball. Whoever wins it, you're really you're really a good shot at the finals here. 
Who are you's got? This is tough. It's hard to tip Bluey after, as you said, he did get the win last week, but coming off a sub-1,000 score, it is hard to tip someone. And uh, Smoey has been pulling out some decent scores. And, uh, he's right been time. ruffling feathers, peaking at the right time. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Blue out in an upset. I'm going to back you there. I think you made some good points there. Uh, I expect Mark's nice little acquisition of Matty Rao. Uh, so I'm going to tip Blue Ayer. It's our in-house guest, Marcus Glebe, coach of Blue Ayers for the Whitewash here against Snowy Superstars. It's, um, it's a good matchup, though. Uh, best of luck to both parties there, but you can't go against our in-house caller, hitting targets, Blue Ayer, making some moves, climbing the ladder, climbing the ranks. Very verbal as well, getting those yellows uh, on him. Good luck to uh, everyone in their matchups this week. Is he captain? Is that true? Uh, he was a captain for one game. I think he was standing captain. Not sure how he got that gig, but uh, we'll try to confirm through. Caretaker. Caretaker yeah. captain. Um, so they were our matchups. Best of luck to those. But that uh, it leaves us one matchup of the week um, that uh, it simply hasn't been noted here. Um, and it is the biggest match of the week. It's our most important segment of the most important segment. It is our head-to-head matchup of the week. Let's go. So this is an absolute blockbuster, boys. We've got Mince's men uh, versus Don't Be Sards. On the projection that I'm looking at in front of me here, we've got 11.94 versus 11.94. It does not get any closer than that. It does not get any tighter. I've looked at the updated projections, and it is still within one point. Uh, Mince's men 12.31 versus uh, Don't Be Sards 12.30 on the updated. Doesn't get tighter than this. Seventh versus ninth. A couple of points in between them. Uh, definitely needing a, f- a win to uh, make it easier for your run uh, home on on the final slate. But um, I'll stop rabbling on. These boys are on the bar one. What do you What do you think, boys? Um, I'll oh. go. I'll go first. Um, it's a six point game, I guess. Is it or a four point game? Uh, it's an eight point game. I don't know what the fuck it is. Both these boys on the bubble. If Mince's men wins, he jumps. Don't be sards and don't be sards. Will get knocked out of the eight. Correct. With this loss, Don't Be Sards gets knocked out of the eight. With this win, Mince's men jumps into the eight. It's as simple as that. It's a reason why it's a head to head matchup of the week. There is a spot in the eight on the line. It is the only matchup of the week where a spot in or out of the eight is on the line. That's the only matchup. And that is why it is the matchup of the week. This is big. I'm tipping Don't Be Sards for the win this week to hold his spot in the eight and secure his finals position this week. And that is no disrespect to Mince's men. Mince's men has been moving extremely well lately. and He's got a dangerous team. But Don't Be Sards' outfit is elite. It's nothing short of elite. It underperformed on the weekend. Um, he had a couple of issues. Uh, he's had a couple of issues the last month. He's at full strength. Don't be sides, does don't be sides things this week, and he chalks up the dub and he celebrates. Yeah, take to the bank. That's two for two there. Yeah, I think coming into his Sunday slate, he's got a few strong players coming home. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go don't be sides as well. It's a whitewash. It's a whitewash in our head-to-head matchup of the week, but that is the matchup of the week. A spot on the eight. You can guarantee that right now. You don't have to rely on no, other people's games. It's, it's 
If he wins, he's in the whoever wins is in the eight. In the eight. Sets himself up nicely for the last three coming weeks. They were our head to head matchups of the week. Best of luck to everybody involved in those. Hopefully you can chalk up the dub. Uh, bad luck to those who you lose. See what happens uh, coming in the last three games. Clap it in, applauses, things that deserving of applause over the week. It's our positives, balancing out the negatives. It's fastly becoming the favorite segment of the show. Um, it's the clap it in, it's the applauses uh, from this week. Kids are happy about it. We're happy about it. Let's hear it. Who you got? Kids are happy. Puff and Pat uh, we've got here going in for a nomination for going into coach mode rather than dirtying up when uh, his Mrs. Mingers uh, got a message from Yager O'Meara inquiring about her remedial services. That's big. That's in the nomination basket. That's in the nomination basket. This is big. For mine to this point, that's probably uh, that's probably nomination of the year. But um, it will go to a poll. But that is huge. When you go yeah. coach mode, you know you're getting serious. It's you've yeah. gone coach mode. Priorities. So oh. it comes down to it. And I love especially it. I fucking love it. Everyone, uh, when, when something with your misses and this and that, you, you can. It's very easy to dirty up. Oh, man. it's very, very easy to easy. dirty up. But a professional super coacher goes coach mode. Puts the bullshit aside. Absolutely focuses on what, what, how he can advantage super coach wise, and Puff and Pat has done exactly that. He's told Mingers to go in. He's written up a list of questions to ask Jaeger. <laughs> Um, post massage, and um, I'm not sure if he got the answers he was reco- uh, after. But he, at the end of the day, he went coach mode. Yeah, he's trying to get an edge. I love it. Shout out to McBeams as well for almost, uh, oh well, not almost. He created coach mode uh, when he went coach mode at the Peacock uh, with that Sheila and uh, <laughs> asked for a t- asked for a time frame on Zach Butter's re- return. <laughs> Uh, and the bird was apparently an 11 out of 10. That's what I'm hearing anyway. It's the rumor circulating. She was an 11 out of 10, but Simo did not want a bar. Just Simo wanted uh, super coach Simple answers. Simple intel. That's all um, he wants. He wanted intel. He got the intel. Coach mode. Puff and Pat goes coach mode. He's in the nomination basket as a contender for applause of the year. Steve? All right. You what? What was that? What was that, Shooter? I would have been about rooting the bird. <laughs> and that's why you're not in the draft <laughs> legends, mate. Exactly right. That's right. Thank you very much. That's good, though. It's it's good. Uh, everyone's got an opinion. Yeah, we all know everyone's about opinions. Got yeah. Everyone's got them, like assholes. <laughs> that's it. Listen, if it was on a platter, I mean, I definitely would have. For sure, that doesn't really narrow it down. That's not really we, we all would have, We all would have gone on the bird, but uh, Supercoach Goggles on. Coach mode. Who, what else you got, Steve? Moving on. Uh, I like this one. Get on the gear in mining it. Uh, the leg of his title is the Intel King, telling multiple coaches during the week to back off and leave the Intel to him. It's a good one. Um, I know he pulled up Nigel Nungas, but I went through, I went through the whole week's chat, um, and the one that really stuck was him pulling up the Nunga. Um, the kaleidoscope, who he's also got in a head-to-head matchup this Ooh, week. That's an extra spice um, to The Nunga, uh, you know, is uh, the winner of the Intel King. No, no, no. Get on the Geary is the Intel King regardless of result. Um, the, so Intel King, get on the Geary. Um, there was some Errol Gordon talk last week. He dropped some Intel on when Errol Gordon was t- returning. Nunga on the podcast last week said Errol, Errol Gordon was back this week. Errol Gordon doesn't return this week. Uh, Rad, uh, get on the Geary says, leave the Intel to me, mate. That's pretty stock standard. Back the fuck off my turf. Let me do my business here with yeah. the Intel. You stick to kaleidoscope things, I'll stick to Intel shit. Back up. Out of my fucking area. Rated the lane. fuck out Stay of that. That is lane. an absolute contender, and the kids are fucking loving it. 
Shout out to Get On The Geary's Highlights Package. It produces each and every week as well. Absolutely. That's for mine and your eyes only, I believe. It but, is. Um, yeah, big shout out. He's, a bit, uh, he's, he's he's the biggest supporter of the pod. He loves it. I know he loves it. We love him. We love him. We love Get On The Geary. We love everyone in this league. We do love everyone in this league. We're I generally league. Like, love everyone Absolutely. in this league. Absolutely. It's great. There's not many that we don't like, if any. Um, but get on the Geary, probably number one up there, to be honest. He's, he's, uh, he's with okay. the, you keep he those highlights it, he package. He loves it. We fucking uh, love we're it over here. that highlights package tomorrow. Get on the Geary. Appreciate that. Um, final segment, though. That was our applause of the week. Kids are happy about it. We love it. It's a great segment. It, it, it's just you get your smile on. You do. Rather than chalking up and, you know. Well, you two were about yeah. blue before, you know. Yeah, no, we did. Took, took us right a while. Now. It took us a while to get started. It was a bit tongue-tied and far too ripped coming into it so it was good to um Shout shake out. off the How's boots the and really um but but bud, buds is really good at the moment i'm pretty strong on the smoking at the moment so um, good i was able in between yeah work and driving here to you know get myself pretty medicated probably be a little bit too medicated coming in so um oh, uh, so it's good medicinals. it's good to have a few drinks and um shake it off and you know start sending out some barbs and you know it's good we hope yeah, we're out here yeah. we're about to wrap it up let's get through the final <laughs> 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 it's our final segment. It's uh, it's been here since day dot. It's a fan favorite. We all know what it is. Uh, it's you cannot be serious. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. So, after having the super coach week of his life in his birthday week, after everyone in the league was demanding it, <laughs> even people outside the league demanding it, Barry Boyd again turns down the opportunity to feature on the pod. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Thoughts? Seriously, I don't know how much more traction you can get from outside the league. There was a lot of love for Victor during the week. We're talking text messages. We're talking emails on the airwaves. Is Bowie going to get on? What's going on? It was, as you said, Saints Saints got got up in the upset over Richmond. He was top scorer of the week. It was his birthday. He was top scorer of the week. It was really in line for Bowie to just come in really just take the piss, say whatever he wanted and everything would, at the end of the day, probably, you know, probably get through with the form that he's in. But, yeah, did I don't know how we didn't expect him not to come on. There was no chance. But um, I thought this was the week, to be honest. I've asked him. I mean, yeah. I think we've asked him a few weeks ago. He said he wasn't week. down for it. I mean, I thought this was the week. I'm still holding faith that there will be one week before round 19 concludes. It's over. He's living rent-free in all of our heads. He's not coming on. It's, <laughs> it's over. You've both just said it. If there was a week to happen, this it was this week. Maz, you summed it up perfectly. It was yeah. his birthday. The Saints get up against the reigning champs, three from four, um, by 40 points Thursday night. Um, he top scores the super coach charts. He has a super coach life of his week. Everybody goes off. He's popping off on the socials. He's on fire. His team's on fire. The Saints are on fire. It's his fucking birthday. He can't get on the pod. It's done. It's so done. It's disappointing. You cannot be That's serious. That's all she wrote. It's all, it, it has to be. I mean, we don't... When does he come on if he can't get yeah, on that way? If he gets the win, do you hit him up next week saying... I'll hit <laughs> we will continue to hit him up. Every week. Well... I'm getting sick of it. Same, same. But I'm sick of like. At the end of the day, like, it's like the elusiveness that keeps drawing you to it. It is. Does he come? Mystery of it all. Does he come on if he wins the if he wins the ship? Wow. 
Does he, he come on grand final week if he's featuring in the granny? If he's he does not, not getting the trophy unless he comes in. <laughs> Fuck, that's fair. That is absolutely fair. It's going to be an interesting one. It's uh, it was it was a really like it was just it was, jeez, I can't believe he didn't jump on. But fair enough. Happy birthday to Bo Boyd. We love Bo Boyd. We love yeah, Boyd. Happy birthday yesterday was it? Also a little bit underrated there, Barry Boyd. Obviously, everyone saw the picture posted up on the socials of Bo flexing in his premiership photo <laughs> down in front with the groin out, and uh, Malzi decided to crop it with a bit of Barry. <laughs> Um, so it's, uh, he's now going as Barry Boyd out there. So shout out to Barry. I know he's having a steak with Get on the Gear tonight. I know he's getting some cow in him. So um, no, he's a good man, Barry. Uh, we all love him here at the Draft Legend. Shout out, happy birthday, all the best for the next thirty years of life. Absolute D- dirty thirty. Next one here, we've got. Um, for you can't be serious. We've got Trade Rat Pat living up to his name, selling Mayo to Marcus. The Josh Caddy is a lock-in spot in Richmond 22 for the rest of the season. Marcus taking the bait only for Caddy to be dropped before even getting the game for Blue Air. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be this serious. Ma- absolute masterclass in coach mode here. Yeah. Absolute fucking masterclass. Absolutely. And that's why when I wrote it, uh, when I wrote it out, when I scanned through the uh, socials, I'm, I'm not sure who I'm actually targeting or if it's an applause. So... It's it's an applause for Pat. I thought I was char targeting you can't be serious at Pat, but then when I read it back, it's also you can't be serious Marcus for actually taking that bait from tra- his name says it all. Trade, Trade rat, rat Pat. Pat. Like <laughs> you know he's selling you bullshit. Like it's well done from Pat. Yeah. It's a masterclass, Marcus. You, you, you got to get out of that lockdown out there. Um, you got to get out of that, Mark. We're going supervisions. Like you're too, spending too much time with Chicky and Curry. There's a bit going on there. Jeez, that trade's yeah. gone shit over tit. I've just got up uh, here. They went 300 last week. Penelbury side bottom. Uh, sorry, side bottom short and Blitzars went 300 plus, and I believe he's went for 150. Hopper, Atley, Anderson, Dan, Caddy, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> They don't, they don't call him the trade rat, Pat, for a reason. And that is Beautiful a reason bit of to business. Coach Mode, it's absolute fine. Sell know. high, deliver That's low. That's an applause, actually. The double applause for Puff and Pat this week for going Coach Mode. That leads me into my next one. Staying with the Blue AR uh, train. That's uh, Marcus not understanding why McBeams was uh, last on the <laughs> waiver two weeks in a row. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. It's a contender. It's obvious. I'll quickly touch over it. Uh, McBeams was last, you know, whatever. He was down the bottom because whatever it was, but he made the claim on the Sunday night uh, for the Monday morning, which means he drops to the bottom of the waiver after being, you know, third or fourth in line or wherever he was. That's why he's at the bottom. Everyone clear on that? Good clarity. No, it's good. a fucking contender. Good clarity. It, that's that's been happening all year. We're at round sixteen now. It's happened every week for the last sixteen weeks. Whoever makes the claim on the Monday is going to the bottom. He's of the played NFL there. fantasy before. You should know that. It's it's that's a contender. It's pretty obvious. Just how the waivers work. No, it's a worthy contender. Um. Yeah. Well, it's pretty average for Marcus. I would have thought. That's our that's our pod for tonight. Uh, let's get a run time. Did nearly two and a half, I would have thought. Fuck, Tom gets Nine away from it, doesn't Nearly two and a half, 225. It's been an absolute pleasure, though. Um, really appreciate you coming on board, Maz, for tonight. Um, it's short notice. The Blazers, second time in the house, on fire. Love having the Blazers Love in your studio. Work, Maz. Thanks, boys. Uh, really appreciate pleasure. it. Uh, as you said, great pleasure to be on here. Um, Good luck, everyone, in their matchups this week coming into the finals. Uh, shout out. Let's go. Uh, so on that note, that fucking wraps it up. 
Uh, round 16. Good luck to everyone in the head-to-head matchups. Big thank you to Maz for coming in tonight on short notice. Also bring a beautiful fucking bottle of pain that we nearly put a hole in. Uh, extra shout-out to my boy Heater in the UK. Be a friend, tell a friend, luck subscribe. We love you all. Good luck to everyone this week. You've been listening to The Draft Legends. Got some uh, video, uh, some video coming out as well, boys. So stay tuned for that. Beautiful word, gents. That was a fucking pleasure. Just quietly. About to finish up these seltzers as well. Shout out to the two fifty mil mango seltzers. If you're not on them, get the fuck on them. They're fucking clean. Shout out to Canadian Club as well for providing the beverages. Absolute. What are you drinking, Maz? Anyone shout a handle out? Um, I've got a handle oh, got here. Cat's piece. Tried, um, Fury and Son Brewing Co. I've gone the uh, the pale ale here. I've um, yeah, first time trying it. wasn't wasn't too bad. wasn't great to be honest. One point five standard drink. Something to drink. That's see you all next week, boys. Thanks. Love your work. Cheers.